Um, but yeah, I had I had to ask about surf ninjas, guys. Come on. I mean, I wasn't gonna I was she wasn't gonna get out of here without talking about a little bit of surf ninjas right there. <laughs> Naturally. All right. So all right, let me uh go ahead and oh, why did I do that? Whoops, I did the wrong thing here. I'm like, I got too many monitors going on. I got the laptop and the uh and that too. All right, so here we go. Let me see. Let me send it there. Boop. There's that. And then, okay. Boop. Let's see. See who shows up on the panel today. And let's see. Oh, that's right. Of course. Man, the search is terrible on this. What the hell? Okay. Never mind. All right, we already got our uh, we got our first guest or our first panelist here. Okay, up, up, up has joined the stream. There we go. Okay, let me go ahead and put the link. All right, here we go. All right, we got Mr. Uh, Scott Scott McClellan. What is up, sir? Am doing? I even a guest anymore? Don't I just basically live there, like in no, your no, no, like, that, closet that's or something? When I said guest, I was like, "Nah, he's more like a panelist. He's a uh, you know what, what? I mean, you know, you're you're, you're just yeah. everybody expects you to show up, Scott. And I love the fact that you show up, Scott. And and I love your fucking shirt right now. Oh, button up Batman versus Superman shirt. That's awesome. I, I have to I have to give complete credit. My parents made this for me back. Really. In yeah, they have a uh, <laughs> they have a stitching machine, and so they found the uh, the 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 uh, graphic file, and so they actually had this embroidered on a polo for me back in 2016. So I shout out to my parents. I love my parents. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Love my parents. I love my parents too. But um, you know, maybe my mom will stitch something like that for me one of these days. She is retired now. Maybe she will. <laughs> well, my parents are retired as well, so it does it does help. I will say that it does help. Yeah. So, uh, man, yeah. Did you watch the uh, interview right now? The one I caught most of it. I had yeah. to go up and take care of a, a you know a dirty a dirty diaper. And oh uh, yeah, you know. And your, your own, your own dirty diaper. I get it. I know. You know what? Yeah. I, these streams go on forever, man. Yeah, you man. have to take precautions. Exactly. You know, you got to wear those diapers. Those adult <laughs> No, I, I'm sure it was baby Callum, which of course. Yes, who has an ear infection right now. Oh no, that's got to be bad. Oh, he's been he's been he's been with us for the past couple of nights. I have not been getting a lot of sleep the past couple of nights. Let's just say we're a little tired. A little tired. Yeah, you, you can know. you can say that. Yeah, <laughs> a little but I'm here. I'm hey, here. That's that's all that matters. You're here, and uh, you were just uh, you were on the Four Nerds this week, right? I was last night. Tim and me were both okay. on the Four Nerds. It was a fun time. So we suck at guessing ages. We suck so <laughs> bad. Yeah, I didn't catch it sadly uh, because I just I uh, daytime work and then as well as YouTube work. I didn't catch the stream. Okay, here's here's a here's a, a little uh okay a little okay. secret to you, Dave. Okay, I supposedly won the last age, but uh, Andre heard me wrong, oh. and he heard the right answer, and I gave the wrong answer, but we didn't say anything because we really had to go. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I like it. 
Because I do not want to admit that because I, I actually did not know how old Joss Whedon was, but Andre thought I did. So it's like, cool, <laughs> whatever. I got to go. <laughs> My wife needs me. So how old is he? I don't even 56. know. 56. Wow. I know. He looks so much older than that. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks 90. No. Um, <laughs> wow, 56. And what did you initially guess? No, no. I, I said 66, but oh. Andre heard 56, and I just didn't correct him. Was it on? Was it on his channel? It was on his channel. Okay, yes. that's what that, was on his yeah. channel this time. Yeah, because when I was on it, I think it was on Zeferfet's channel. I don't. I mean, I, I, I well, never. Last understood. week, I think it was on Anthony's. Oh, it, it, was on last Anthony. week, it was on Anthony's channel. But I think yeah. Zeferfet was like the uh, the main dude. I thought he was like the main dude, but maybe uh, they just rearranged it, and I was confused. Yeah, you're right. I think it was actually Anthony's channel. But um, no, it was a lot of fun talking to those guys. Yeah, I mean, um, I like I like their their shtick of like the whole. Okay, we got four of us, got guests, and then they you know rotate which channel each week they they do it. I I dig that. I dig that. It's a cool little concept. It is. It very is. And and I I blew their minds. Apparently, oh. no one no one had ever told Ryan, who is uh, Zeverfet, yeah, that he looks like Todd McFarlane. He does. And no one, apparently that had never occurred to anyone. And I blew their minds. Wow. You kind of just blew my mind right now. (laughs) Yes, he does. Because I've always, I mean, I remember somebody made, made the joke. He was like a cross between like Owen Wilson and somebody else. And I was like, Oh yeah, he does have an Owen Wilson, like kind of vibe to him. But then, yeah, now that I'm looking at (laughs) Todd McFarlane's face and him, I'm like, yeah, they could literally like be related. They really could. So, oh, and I have, and, and I brought them, and I brought these here for you, Dave, because I thought oh. you'd appreciate it. And I don't know if Meg was going to be joining us tonight. Uh, or I think not. she is. She's supposed to be joining us tonight. But um, these oh, all my arrived God. today. My 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 complete Blade Runner set. Oh, I'm jealous. Look at oh that. yeah, I have I have an Officer K for from 2049. It was the only for 2049 one. But when they announced the OG Blade Runner pops, I was like. Oh, I am so, I am so on that. Gotta get them. Gotta get them. Yeah, I know. I've, I've been lagging on my, uh, my pops a little bit, but, uh, I mean, uh, Meg, she's been on top of like getting some of the, uh, the, uh, the good ones where I'm like, give me that, uh, order a second one. I got you. Let, yeah, let's do that. And she got the <laughs> Superman. You got that. Su- you, you also got the, uh, that, that Superman. Uh, oh, okay. Show I, no, hold on. Okay. You, you've got a Superman now. So life is good. Life is good, but it can be better because you got the one. I with, got the yes, you got the big one with the red eyes, man. And uh, and he's and he's metallic shiny oh with God, heat ray vision eyes. I actually my very first ever chase variant. My I did it. I did it, Dave. And Meg is so pissed with me right now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's why I'm trying to like. I sent her the link, and I'm like, "You're joining tonight, right?" And like. Hopefully she joins soon so she can uh, give you shit for that. That's, that's what I'm. That, that, that's what I was trying to create. I was trying to create some uh, conflict uh, on tonight's. Uh, well, you know, conflict, <laughs> drama, and that makes for good entertainment. It does. It does. And speaking of uh, conflict and drama, we got Mr. John Aaron Garza showing up right now. Hey, 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 Garza. Hey, Garza. Blah blah blah. Fake fucking fucks. <laughs> Oh, fucking love it, dude! For you, sir. Yeah, (laughs) finally, man. Fuck family. 
right? Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, there was like, I was trying to pull, I was like, which ones do I want to pull from Black Mask? And I pulled that one because I love that one. And then I pulled this one. Fuck off! Get up! Fucking up! <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, those are some good, like, he's like, oh, perfect. dude. Dude, when it, when it comes to Birds of Prey, we all have our issues with it. Get it. You know, but like when it comes to him, in, you know, as Black Mask, I mean, he was like the shining. And I'm probably going to pull a little bit more, too, like the one that you just said, as well as yeah. uh, as well as there's like another one, too, where I was like, oh, yeah, I got to pull that. I mean, like there's so many good lines in. Uh, you need the you need the one where he like orders the he orders Zaz to kill the little girl. It's like, ew. When I was like going through like like some of the clips, I mean when he was like talking to Black Canary and he's looking at this one mask, he's like, Yeah, yeah, look at the hair. Like, yeah, you know, it's just just the way I mean you and McGregor just fucking it's amazing. Me. I mean, I mean, he's the shining, like the shining light through and so is Margot Robbie. I get it, but then you know, there's some script issues, obviously, that we can talk about, but we don't need to talk about, but I mean. When it comes to Ewan McGregor, though, just a fucking shining little uh, star in that in that movie for sure. I, I love that movie though, so yeah. I'm yeah, I know, I know, yeah, yeah. I I have little issues with it just because it's just like I don't know. Like the second time I watched it, maybe I got to watch it for the third time to like kind of like really take it in. But it's just the second time it was like, oh man, it just it just seemed like there was something. There was studio interference. Mm -hmm. They tried to like change some shit up. And then they were trying to go full on Tarantino and it kind of was like, it's just, it's so jarring for me, you know? It's just, it's just this period of time where it's just like, you know, it's just, it, it keeps on happening and we just kind of have just hung our heads. But you know what? In, in a month, we're just not going to worry about that anymore, are we? It's all about. And then, okay, okay, Scott. She's gonna give you shit right now. Miss Wonder Meg is here. Uh, <laughs> ah, there's Meg. What's up? Go ahead. If you want to, like, bring it up again and show her, like, what you got. Oh, 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 <laughs> wait, does she need to oh you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> there, there he is, Meg. Oh, there man. he is. Look at that. It in. That that was heat vision eyes staring. And the worst part soul. is, is you're gonna take it out. Actually, because the box is dinged up, they they screwed up and they put it in the box. The little bubble here is completely creased. It was like bent over when it was in the box. Dang! See the box, but it's got two stickers on it. Look it at look, okay, okay. You realize you realize this is this is what uh, Meg is like thinking internally when it comes to you opening that box. I will fuck you up, dude. Seriously, <laughs> like the back of my neck is fucking hot. Yeah, see, I mean, she's. I was supposed to be on her stream tomorrow night, but she's pretty much decided to like completely cancel my appearance. Is what happened. Oh no, you guys are going to be talking about what? Some book stuff, right? Yeah, a certain book. A certain book. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I I have it over there because I'm currently reading it as well. Yeah. So I was going through my notes yesterday, and I was like, I I don't know how to pronounce any of this shit so yeah. Scott, oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott Scott you're gonna have to help everybody out with that because uh I'm totally in it I'm like 40 plus pages in of course have they gotten to Arrakis yet no we haven't gotten mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to that I haven't you know they're 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 leading up to it right now everything's okay. like leading up to it and uh you know but uh but when you read some of the names and the ideologies and everything that's mm -hmm. I, I I find myself going well, how do you pronounce that? Dude? Like, whoo, 
And, like is, I read uh, out loud, so like I'm right. like laughing at myself trying to pronounce <laughs> these things out loud, and I'm so glad there's no one around me. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck do you say this word? Like yeah. I didn't even know this was a word. Guys, I, I'm just, I'm gonna bring this up just in case. There there is a glossary in the back. Oh well, now there you, you go. Me. Now, I, I, and and I think because I'm gonna be honest, I didn't use the glossary when I read it. Yes, I'm that person. Um, I. I <laughs> Sorry, but I think there's a I think there's pronunciation like a dictionary. I think there's pronunciation guides in the back with the with the words. If you go back and look at the glossary, okay. I'm just going to use you for tomorrow. For I know. I mean, <laughs> what, I know. I mean you're all, I'm on your channel. That's what I'm there for. I mean, exactly. I mean, like you know, just just right at the beginning, just so like Scott's going to handle the pronunciations yeah. of all this, you know, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, I'm 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 enjoying the book myself. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I haven't got the, what you said to a, a what what's it? See, I'm already I don't even know the, the name Ar of the planet. Arrakis. Arrakis. See, I knew that Arrakis. one. I knew that one. See, yeah, that one you can actually sound out pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I haven't got there quite there yet. And uh, you know what's funny too is like as I'm reading it right now, I'm like. I'm trying to picture the actual actors in the new movie. Yeah, as that's, characters. What that's what yeah. I'm doing. I'm like, okay, yeah, Timothy, you know, what's his name? Shemelay. Shemelay, yeah. yeah. See, I can't even pronounce Adorable. his last name. And I'm like, okay, so he's obviously the main, you know, he's Paul, right? Paul. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, okay, Paul, that's, uh, okay, I'm going to visualize who that is. But I, I catch myself going to IMDb. I'm like, oh, new name. Who's playing that? And uh, okay, okay, well, okay. I'm gonna uh, Josh Pro. Okay, okay, okay. All right, that's what I'm visualizing now in my head. Mm -hmm. so, See, I was doing that in reverse because, like, I had already read the book. So yeah. when they started announcing the casting, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> I was like, Dude. I was like, "Denny, you know what you're doing." Like every time someone new to get announced, they'd be like. Hell yes. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. See, you're doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that was great. But uh, thank you for make Meg for joining and uh Garza also. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the uh Kelly Who interview. I thought very that was very nice. She was uh I thought you were gonna talk to her about some like if she could play a DC character. She I wasn't gonna do that. Come on. <laughs> Come on, that's, always common, that's always the common like but she has she is a dc character she's lady shiva okay? i said well, she's been, lady shiva. she's been china white she's been, she's been china white i actually wrote that on my notes too i was gonna bring that up like china white but i didn't get to it i was that saying that live action dick <laughs> <laughs> i want her to be a live action lady shiva how about okay, that? Okay, we'll see. Uh, or, or what about Atalia Al Ghul, dude? She could have played that too. Oh, uh, she could be a yeah for Batfleck. Yeah, you know? Dude, she is beyond gorgeous. Like when I oh my I god, IMDb, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, like, 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 I mean, just like, you know, obviously my thumbnail has her in it, and I don't even know what year that's from, but I'm like, okay, in like the freaking 30, what, 25, 30 years she's been in the, the business, she has not aged one bit she's like she's just totally like looks the same and i'm like i don't even know where this image is from but yeah that's what she looks like i don't care if it's like 15 years old she's she just she ages like fine wine she's gorgeous absolutely yeah. and she's yeah. rocking that pink hair by the way you oh, know man. i uh, you know i i uh i asked if scott had read a book that i that i have that you know because scott's read every book right i mean <laughs> exactly yeah. Every book imaginable, yes. Uh, no, he has not, because I asked him if he had read this book. It's called uh, Tropic Cancer. 
Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I haven't. And believe me. I knew what the book was, I, but that's I how I was I able to read it. Too. I think yeah, it was I was able to go, nope, I haven't read it. Yeah, no, it's fucking graphic. Like, think of it like in Glorious Bastards, but a sex capade of uh, the writer. <laughs> like, I, I showed a couple of like uh, <laughs> of highlighted things to Scott. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, that nope, that second one. Did it make him uncomfortable? Oh, no, not at all. It was like, damn, that's some good writing I mean, right there. The, the way he writes, the way that the writer, his name is Henry Miller, the way he would write is, you know, essentially he'd write uh, conscious streaming or, you know, whatever. Stream so, of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. So imagine reading a book as in you're reading it through him, what he's what he's thinking of, like his thoughts. He's He's writing down his thoughts as he's telling you the story. Some of it is real. Some of it is not. And you're just kind of, it's like 20s, 30s Paris, right when the war is going on, and he's an American. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he's talking about oh, just fucking, like, all day, <laughs> every day. He is he's getting laid, like, more than somebody would you would think would get laid in the 30s. In <laughs> now I understand why Garza read this book. It's all I'm going to give you a quote, okay? Like, the one that I, I just sent, or the one I sent Scott... This is what I highlighted because I was like, some of these quotes he was saying, I was like, what the fuck? How the fuck do you just write this? This mm-hmm. is what he said. He wrote this out. There's something depraved about screwing a woman who doesn't give a fuck about it. It heats your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, he goes, and, then the moment, and then he said, and then after a moment's no, uh, meditation in quotations, can you imagine what she'd be like if she had any feelings? <laughs> like, because he's talking about a whore like he's he's like dude she really didn't give a fuck about having sex and he was like i can only imagine what it'd be like like she just whistled and, and went along her, her merry way <laughs> i'm like wow yeah this is a fucking book dude tropic cancer i have to admit you did you have um i feel like dicaprio from uh oh god i, I can't believe i'm blanking on the title Django and change that you had my yeah. curiosity <laughs> but now you have my attention yeah exactly yeah no it's it's a fucking intriguing book like i i i read it literally i went back to go check out like when i was reading it was you know, like about like five days before i saw bbs mm-hmm. i remember reading the book and i it was so beyond what i had I thought I could comprehend when I was reading. You know what's funny? Just, like, how how I know that book title is from Seinfeld. There's like an episode yeah. of Seinfeld where like George borrows that book, Tropic yeah. Cancer, and loses it. And like the gym teacher that they had who like turned into a bum. Yeah, yeah, he turned into a bum and he had it in his like fucking uh, <laughs> his, uh, his cart that he had. Yeah. yeah. Tropic Cancer, yeah, that's right. Tropic that's how cancer. I know. That's how I know that title. That's well, the only. It was banned. It was banned in America. Like yeah. that's how bad it was. Like, well, it was no, and, and they made it into an NC-17 movie in 1970s, starring <laughs> Rick, <laughs> starring Rick Torn and Ellen Burstyn. What yeah. the hell, Rip Torn? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, hey, you man. could dodge a, dodge a wrench. You could dodge these balls, right? <laughs> um, but. No, no, the, the <laughs> book itself. <laughs> sorry, Meg. Everyone, okay, yeah. Meg, we, we can't lose Meg. Meg. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I didn't. Mean <laughs> it's to. okay. It's uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. The uh, the book is just so. I mean, it's it's intense, dude. Like, sounds like, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't ready for it back then until like reading it back then. I just didn't 
I didn't even think like it wasn't, I wasn't understanding what he was talking about. And then, cause then I saw BVS and things just fucking changed. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> um, and then reading it now, it's like, fuck, <clears throat> it's good. Right. And, uh, before, just, we, just more, and before we continue uh, further, I want to, uh, wish a, a couple people, uh, happy birthdays. we got Chris Wong Swenson. It's his yeah. birthday today. Yeah, so, uh, happy birthday, uh, Mr. Chris Wong Swenson. I'm sure hopefully he's, um, you know, in, Hawaii. Down in his own vomit right now. Or <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's doing in Hawaii. Dude, he's been, he's been, he's been cuss Wong on his show lately, dude. Did you hear yeah, him? Yeah, exactly. he, said, yeah. he said, fuck their egos. I was like, God damn, Chris. There it is. Like it was like right after, I guess he must've, cause he was in our stream our, on our chat. And I was like, dude, maybe I influenced him dude. Cause he was <laughs> fucking cussing up a storm on his, one of his videos. That's good. It's good, but uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, he's uh, you know partying it up right now. I mean, have your birthday on a Friday. That's great. It's fantastic. So happy birthday, Chris! Cheers. And then also uh, a fellow patron, Mr. Carey. His birthday was yesterday. Yes, it was. So, uh, so cheers, Carey. Also, so both of you, happy birthday. Yeah, Carey. Carey goes back a long way for Squadcast. He's oh, been yeah, on- he goes for me too. Yeah, uh, he, he's 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 been there. Great guy. So when I I love it, I was like, I'm sorry, guys, but could you could you say happy birthday? So sweet. I know. He's, I know. Of course we will. Yeah. And when, when, when I, I and I didn't catch the, the the tweet at first until somebody like commented or something on it. Sometimes, you know, I've been like I said, it's been a crazy weird week for me. And uh, I was like ignoring Twitter for a couple of days. And um and then when I saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely will. And I'll give you a, a shout out on the vodka stream. So, mm-hmm. for sure. you know, I talked to him last week on the uh, the fan Patreon stream. And he's always a delight. You know, he's always got some good insights. And I didn't know he was a drummer. You know, I'm also a drummer, you know. So I was like, cool. Sweet. Keep rocking those drums. Keep hitting those things, man. I'm a drummer. You're a drummer, too? Yeah. I th- you remember I told you that, man. I, That's I right. I don't know. Hey, if you told me, if you told me on the vodka stream, odds are I probably forgot because I was probably drunk. No, probably. <laughs> That's how. That's how I got into DJing. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you have that coordination too, right? Meg, yeah. This is for you too. I, I, I swear, oh, you need to do this oh. as a co- you need to do this as a cosplay. I swear. Oh, you, you need yeah, Rachel. Uh, rock that. You'd rock Rachel. Yeah. I need those cops though. Of course she does. See how many you at now? I don't even know, man. Yeah, exactly. I, I really wanted when, when she said I need those pops. I just needed Harry White from BBS going. In other news, water wet. wet. Other breaking news: water wet. Yes, there you go. There yeah. it is. You do not disappoint. Did y'all, uh, did y'all catch that uh, that WandaVision episode? Yes. I have. I have not watched WandaVision at all. I got a binge. Oh. I'm going to binge oh, all man. three episodes this Listen, weekend. Man. You should. You should. Yeah, this last episode, I mean, I like it was. I'm not going to go into it, but I mean, I was just like, all right, what, what, what are we going to do here? And all of a sudden, it like that that slow pace, yes. just like, ramped up in five minutes at the end. It I was like, oh, shit. Well, Brandon Dude. Davis said in the lead up to the episode dropping this week because of the critic, uh, you know, the critics and the those guys got to see the, all three episodes. Mm-hmm. And he said, this third one is the best oh, yeah. of that first three. So it when is. I saw that, I was like, you know what? I'll just wait and I'll do a, you know, I'll do a three episode binge. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I could say this. Like an hour and a half or two hours. Yeah, yeah. you're good. Well, the, um, 
you know, Elizabeth Olsen, her oh, range that she does in this episode, I was like, just how everything happens from the start all the way yep. to the end, you're just like, fuck. Dude, uh, I mean it's in a show it's an episode like the first two episodes are like it's 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 a good introduction because it's kind of like everything's in the same vein it's like okay mm-hmm. what the hell and then also in the third episode it takes a you know it transitions obviously we know the concept it's like obviously you have like this the 50s 60s tv show and then it transitions to like 70s and blah 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 so yeah so the first two episodes, yeah, you got this like similar tone. And you got like what what exactly is happening here? And then all of a sudden the third episode changes. And then you're kind of like there's some stuff that happens within it where you're like, yeah, what the fuck? Like throughout. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, Garza, like Elizabeth Olsen, like, yeah, she's like, yeah, she fucking rocks it. And I mean, they both do, even Paul Bettany. And props to Paul. But Bett. I mean, but I mean, it's it's like um, it's a range of action or of acting yeah, for her. She's never done an MC like she's never done that's, this kind of acting. That's what I'm loving about the show is the fact that it's yeah. something so unique to the mm-hmm. MCU. Like when people still shit on it, it's like, well, you guys wanted something different, right? This is it. <laughs> This yeah, is totally so it. many fucking Easter eggs, dude. I love it. Oh my it. god. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Scott, when you watch it, God, I bet it, you're gonna love like, it, dude. There's little commercials that are in between it because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's you know, essentially a TV show. Just pay attention. That's all. <laughs> like, like I'm not like I'm yeah, not of course. <laughs> yeah. dude, you know? I love all the Easter eggs and I don't understand oh, any of them. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> do they like? Do they all pass me? And I'm like, yeah, but what do they mean though? <laughs> they gotta mean something. By the way, speaking about Elizabeth Olsen, if you guys have not seen Wind River, you need to I check. Have not. That's oh. with uh, Jeremy Renner, right? With Jeremy oh, Renner. It's yeah. and it's written by uh, Taylor Sheridan, the same guy who wrote Sicario and mm. uh, Hell or High Water, and he does Yellow and he I does Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. It's it's just he's yeah. like that new neo western guy that's like everything he writes is like fire i'm sorry anthony i'm, I'm taking your stick but, <laughs> but and he, basically taylor sheridan has got that point that if he writes it his name sounds familiar i feel like he's been with something else too that's uh he's done man well like i said he did the two sicario movies he did hell or high water he did yellowstone he did wind river Oops. uh let me see if they're hold on sorry imdb is my friend right now because i'm like oh, what yeah. else have you done because Dude. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, see, Anthony saw that. He saw it. He saw it. He heard you. Um, no, but um, yeah, Hell or High Water. Uh, it's probably the only one I've seen out of that. Well, I've seen both Mario and Hell Mario too. Hell but, yeah. but Hell or High Water, man, that was that was a movie that when I watched it, I'm like, yeah, this movie should be getting all kinds of awards praise because you know ben foster and fucking chris pine in that movie my god dude yeah they were funny. i mean there's some scenes in that movie where i'm like yeah come on it's so intense yeah oh dude like i mean i mean in that scene where, there's that scene where like they're just getting gas and ben foster's just like staring outside the fucking you know yeah like, there and then he's just like got the sunglasses on and the guy's like what the fuck are you looking at and he's just like, I mean, and then the where that leads to, it's just like, come on, this movie is fucking fantastic. My God. I remember that was one of the last times that I did a, I tried to binge all the best picture nominees. Yeah, I always do that every award yeah. season. Yeah. I don't do it every year, but that was a year that I was like, I was going to try it. And so I got it from like the red box and I was like, 
damn, this is, you know, this was one of those successful ones because they're not always successful. Sometimes no, you're watching no. these best pictures going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just this nominated. One, this one you understood. You're like, yes, oh, yeah. man, Jesus you know, Christ. You know, which, you know what best picture you understood was There Will Be Blood because when that thing oh, was course. up against old, con- uh, old Country for Men, I mean, Old Country for Old Men. men. Sorry. I mean, it was just. <laughs> That was fucking tough, dude. Oh, like, I know, dude. All country old men is like. You know, that's, that's and see, for me, I, I I understand why there will be blood. One, I mean, you look at Daniel Day Lewis's performance. Oh, and yeah. I get it. Per and I understand that personally. I I yes I more towards No Country for Old Men. So was I. I. And that's the one that's like, yeah, because I mean Cormac McCarthy and. You get Lee Jones, Tommy Jones and, and Javier Bardem and and, and, yeah. and Jeff It's so good. That's more Woody my Harrelson. Story. Forget that Woody Harrelson's in that it's movie. A, it's a hit man. Yes. You forget that he's like in that movie. You're like, oh yeah, that's right. Woody Harrelson's also in this and fantastic. So Meg, I mean, did you see it? Did you see both of them? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What do you think? Uh I agree with what Scott's saying. No comfortable <laughs> my favorite out of the two. So. Yeah. Oh. Hey, oh, bro, yeah. I really yeah. liked your trailer today. Well, wow, thanks. You're welcome. Oh yeah, your trailer was great. Yeah, yeah I've been thinking job. about yeah. it literally all day long. Yeah, it's been yeah. pretty cool, man. You know, I used that. Good War job, of Planet of the Apes, man. That that yeah. that trailer track. It's fucking ominous, man. Even uh, Dark Side liked it, man. That was cool. Hell yeah. Right, Mr. Porter. Yeah, you know? yeah, Mitt Ray Porter and Zach liked it. That was cool. I was, you know, I came up with that like. Because I've been working on something that I, I'm doing that I haven't actually told anybody except for like three people. But um, yeah, yeah, which means you probably told some other people. Like, nah. I don't know <laughs> what you're well, like, No, no, no. It didn't matter. I'm just playing. Um, I mean, it's not the secret of it. It's just whatever. But so I like I was like, man, you know what? She touched my peppy, Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. And so I um, no no so I sp- I've been spending a couple of days doing doing something else and so I was like you know what I I haven't made a trailer in a while yeah. and I had listened to that what's funny about it is I use that same music for for Dark Phoenix for a Dark Phoenix trailer but it didn't blow mm. up it just was like yeah a couple <laughs> hundred views whatever but um but what was funny about There Will Be Blood is that like Avery watched that and she watched No Country for Old Men she fucking loved There Will Be Blood like can you imagine. Good. You know, a ten-year-old at the time, <laughs> like, "Hey, we gotta watch this movie." You know, she's like, "Well, what's it about?" I'm like, "Well, I drink oil. milkshake." Yeah, dude. I drink so she up. was she was calling all like in the first because there's no there's no dialogue in the first seventeen minutes. I know. And she was she was calling everything that was happening, and I was like, "Dude, that's how visually trained she is to watch something and go." I understand the film language and what's being understood i understand what's being presented so i can kind of see all these things that are about to happen and i was like so i think that for her was more intriguing than no country of four men because you know what i mean yeah no no uh, like like i said i i mean i i've said it time and time again i mean you're 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 raising her right man she's gonna Mm -hmm. like a fucking she's gonna end up being like the you know top like female filmmaker because she just understands she understands like the language of all this it seems you know, she I love the it. fact that you always go like, hey, um, I'm going to watch this, but I can't wait to see what my daughter thinks. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's pretty it's a it's a nice little relationship that you guys well, got. Because it's like a nice it's a nice fucking, you know, with Twitter. Yeah. You, know, you can tell 
there's so much discourse and so much. <laughs> no, what are you talking? Yeah, about? I know that are just like, oh well, it doesn't do this or it doesn't do that. So like to get her raw emotions when you know nobody's talking to her about him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, talks to a lot of people, so she gets to see all this stuff unfiltered. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like and that was it. I was interested in in what her response would be for Wanda visit. She actually really enjoyed it. So you know, it's the only unique. thing she she questioned was like. It's not going to be like this, you know, 50s, because she doesn't understand that time period and all that yeah. stuff. She was like, it's not going to be that the whole way, right? I was like, no. no. <laughs> so, no, it's uh, it's it's intriguing the way that they're uh, what they're doing with it. I mean, like, like I said, it's like they have all the tropes and it's like they have the laugh tracks and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's all cheesy, but they, they're nailing it. They're nailing it with how cheesy it is with like the jokes and everything. Yeah, but you know what I think it does? This is why I think they did it because I'm noticing it and I'm like, God damn. So those live tracks and all that, even though it's a live audience and all that shit, that's great. And it makes the levity so much higher as far as uh, this is supposed to be comical so that when the fucking serious moments hit, oh you're like, God. oh, yeah. shit, dude. Oh, yeah. When it when it, when it it dives into all that stuff. Yeah, and when the mystery episode hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, especially with with uh, Vision near the end, right? And I won't say anything, but like with yeah. Vision having to, he was like getting into something, and I was like, "What the fuck is gonna happen, dude? Like, what is? Yeah, what, and, is what what's uh, going on? And and God damn, dude. Yeah, just- I haven't I haven't posted my little like quick review. I meant to do that beforehand, but I was like, mm. yeah, uh, I'll, I'll post it tomorrow. But like, I, I mean, yeah, there's, God, yeah, I mean, I I, I I wish I I almost wish we could just like say spoilers because. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Pushing. I'm the party pooper. No, 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 no. no, no. I haven't it's seen this one, so you're fine. It's too fresh. It's too yeah. fresh right now. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even even if you had seen it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like spoilers because it, it just showed up like last night. I'm not one of. I like give it. Like, you me. don't want to talk about it before the rest of us had a chance to wake up yet. I know, oh, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like my Mandalorian people out there, yeah, fucking oh, dude. Every single episode of Mandalorian is spoiled. Yeah, no. five minutes after. Yeah, I got so lucky with that lasso, dude. Yeah. I, still, I was like, "Fuck Twitter." I don't I know how it. I made it to four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. and had nothing spoiled for me for the finale of Mandalorian. It was just like, "Oh, who's gonna spoil it?" Hey, but it was like, yeah, I know. Cars and I took the, like the same stance. Oh, so yeah. Like, well, let, let's just ignore Twitter. Like, I remember, I remember waking up. Uh, I think it was like Friday. I think it was a Friday. Yeah, the, that Friday because I was off, and I was like, I started checking Twitter. I went, you know what? Yeah. Last episode of Mandalorian. <laughs> and I better put my phone down. I better like, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna make a cup of coffee. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch the episode. And then I'll go on Twitter because I'm gonna get fucking spoiled. And sure enough, that's that's what I did. I took my time. I was like, ah, yeah, put my phone down, make a cup of coffee, start sipping a little bit, turn on the episode, and watched it. And like, you know, sweet. There you go. Well, and I'm gonna tell you, whenever we finally get the release date for Zack Snyder's Justice League, oh. you better believe that i am putting it because I, I need to know when it's coming out like i need to know what day and you better believe i am going to be putting in for a personal day or a sick day or whatever whatever it is i will have my sub plans right like i'm looking at march and i'm just like mm-hmm. i gotta be ready oh, yeah. to go for me to like on, a, on the at the moment's notice for me to just go not coming in that day yep. see ya because <laughs> i want to be yeah. there as soon as oh, it drops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. oh yeah well no that's what i was gonna ask so 
you know, WandaVision as as great as it gets, you know, the the season finale is March 12th. And um <laughs> I know um, I know I talked about this and I don't have a drink with me uh, cuz I'm I'm literally laying in bed that's why I don't have a camera. On. Oh Jesus. But, Turn uh, the camera on. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah no, thank God. It would just be darkness anyways. So <laughs> hello darkness my exactly. old friend. Yeah, I know. Speaking <laughs> of, I know. We we talk about Doors fucking songs, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say it'd be like the forty year version with the candles lit up everywhere. <laughs> Hello, Is yeah, exactly. You're looking for. Uh, I fucking love it. No, but so okay. Well, I was talking about it on on Real Emotion this weekend and or this week, and I was thinking, yeah, that's what I was saying. I don't have a drink, but um, okay, you get it. We got, so, uh, yeah. you got seven. Oh, oh gross! Oh, no, take it no, a bottle. This this Degram. is what. This is what I was shooting during our Justice League commentary. Because oh, that, yeah, no, you don't get this movie doesn't get the good stuff. Man. This movie gets cheap uh, sunglasses, <laughs> ale, yeah. cheap red wine from the grocery store, and this is what I was shooting by the third act battle. <laughs> God damn. There's a there's a gif out there of me taking, I think, the first shot. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> I saw I saw the, I saw the the screenshots of you and Tim just like oh god that's not it but I have it was it was hilarious I, it was fun <laughs> I think people people think we were too kind and I think it's just this we said we said this last night on four nerds it's like with Squadcast movies on Patreon where we are literally watching every comic book movie ever made yeah. we have to. In fairness, stand back and go. We've seen worse fucking shit. We we. Course, I mean, as, as much as this pisses us off, as much as this frustrates us, yeah. No, it, there are there have been legitimately worse movies made in yeah. the world. Oh yeah, we all we all know Paul W S Anderson has made movies, right? I mean, <laughs> let's just face facts. I mean, I am. Yeah. I mean, he had two hey, good movies. Huh? Didn't he make Mortal Kombat? Yes, he made Mortal the first Mortal Kombat. Okay, okay, hey, hey, hey. hey. I'll give yeah. Paul W.S. Anderson How dare you? How dare you? Hold on. Mortal Sorry. Kombat and Event Horizon, I will forgive. I think those movies are fantastic. But but after that? <laughs> okay, Resident Evil, the first one, maybe I'll give a little leniency because... But man, there was not... diminishing returns on that series. Yeah. But then the sequels are bullshit, okay? The, the Three Musketeers movie that he tried to do, fuck that. And the Alien versus Predator movie that he made PG thirteen. Oh yeah. God! Oh no! 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 <laughs> you serious? Oh, I was so pissed. Off. And by the way, we're gonna invite Mr. Stephen Colbert in here for this hey. argument right here. Well, 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 cool. well, how many topics you made me sit through? I know. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. You didn't even right let me go into my point, though. What okay, 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 guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say, and by the way, Scott. There was a lot of times when you were like, oh, I think that's a reshoot. You should have fucking had me there to just supervise and be like, yeah, that's a reshoot. Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? Yeah, that was a reshoot. Too. kind, Garza. I know you were. You got know, a new member right here, Mr. Tanner. I could have been, hey, been the hey. devil on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a fucking reshoot. Are you kidding me, dude? Take another shot. 
if you don't fucking recognize it. I had to make it through the two hours, okay? (laughs) By the time I had been done with you, you'd have been fucking like slurring your words at the history lesson in 30 minutes. So, so the so with WandaVision having the season finale March 12th, you have GK March 26th, and you have uh, the new Invincible animated show coming out on Amazon March 12th. Um, and then you have uh, Winter and Falcon Shoulder, what, the the 19th or something? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think so. Something like that. And then you have um is there another thing that's coming out in march i'm not sure but either way that's a lot of stuff in march and i know steven has something to say about this but you know we still haven't gotten this this announcement of when zack snyder's justice league is dropping and i kind of feel like dude it's well i know we will but my point is is like could it only be because they're they're moving it up in you know early march like Mm -hmm. early early march like march 5th (laughs) <laughs> i don't know man i mean yeah we would like that obviously but um i mean who knows i mean i i'm still like in the uh the whole thing of like man i mean having it easter weekend almost seems like symbolic perfect and you know what i mean like i'm not trying to say like it's going to be postponed to april but I, at the same time there zach has said on the live stream that hey Late March, early April. There's a possibility. I don't know. Like, dude, I said, I said maybe May because there's. It's literally nah, one. I don't know about May. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, dude. It's not gonna go May. I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna. Go <laughs> yeah. May. Okay. Well, we also said it was gonna be a series, didn't we? Okay. Yeah, but we also knew when it wasn't gonna be a series. Yeah, I know. Blah blah blah. Fake. Fucking fucked. I love that. Steven. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I think we would have heard if it was likely going to be delayed. Um, Outside of that, I mean, I don't, I think people are, are still kind of in that theatrical box office kind of mindset when they're thinking about um, when any of this stuff can drop. And we have to remember that, like, while there's a lot of stuff coming out, it's all streaming. Um, and so not only could it happen like hypothetically any day of the week, I mean, it'll probably happen on a weekend, but also there's not as much of a danger of dropping two things in a weekend because people are already expecting to, um, you know, it's not like there, it's not like when yeah. Netflix, Netflix dropped, I think the entire, um, was it the first season of Punisher the same day as Justice League? Um, not that that's a great example because I didn't. <laughs> work out too well well they also because they also dropped they also dropped the second season of daredevil the same day as bvs right yeah and i don't think either of those had a um (laughs) like and and then with that you're competing with a with a theatrical debut too and people saw both of them i mean i I saw both of them and i'm not you know i'm a um and uh and now we're talking about the same thing except instead of leaving your house and going to the theater and you're talking about staying on your couch a little bit longer, um, which, you know, people are, you know, they're already going to you know, do. So um, I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that it's going to drop the same day as Godzilla versus Kong, but I don't think that that, that or anything else, uh, especially the Marvel shows, because they're only dropping, you know, one episode at a time. So I know 
um, Justice League as a four-hour ask. Maybe they might they might be dropping two episodes. But what if? Well, sure, but like these question. shows are on average like thirty minutes or so, right? So even if it's two, how, it's how many episodes are, are um, the Winter and Falcon Soldier? Another eight total, probably about eight. Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, maybe and maybe they might have gone a little longer because it's more action driven, right? Uh, maybe they could go an hour or 45 minutes. Either way. Well, maybe like the first episode mean, of the Mandalorian season two was about an hour long, I think. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say what happens or not what happens, but what are your thoughts on if Zack Snyder Justice League comes out the same day as. Oh, six. It'll be six episodes. Oh, six episodes. Okay. So that makes so, yeah, it even, that it makes it even more likely that they're like an hour each. Yeah. An hour. Maybe they drop one episode. 45 minutes. Yeah, Forty-five each. Dropping more than two, but yeah, I mean, there's no way it's going to be you know an hour and a half max. I feel like of watching. Yeah, any four hours. <laughs> it ain't girthy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what happens if if you if it does girthy. come out the same date? Yeah, I said girthy <laughs> veins. The big fucking muscular veins. You know what I mean? I mean, so well, we hard. know we know how big the Snyder Cut trends on yeah, relevant anytime. on relevant yeah. days, right? Like, yeah, anytime, anytime it's like it's like okay, if Zack Snyder's in the in the news or he like posts something, it trends almost. Right. Well, not only that, but also, but we're also. I also mean like like Snyder cut holidays or whatever you want to call them. But you've got like <laughs> November seventeenth, you got February fourteenth, you've got um, Zack's birthday, you've got whatever, and and it and it or a trailer drops, <laughs> you know, anything like that, and you it it's one of the top trending topics like most mm -hmm. of the day, um, and so even Mandalorian, you know, Mandalorian would be like a trickle. It would be, it would be pretty solid. But um, if we're, if we're comparing a typical Marvel show episode to Zack Snyder's justice league, finally coming out, even if people fucking hate that movie, it's going to be number one trend for two oh, days yeah. straight on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and I also have got to wonder because I keep on thinking, especially with what I've been doing this week with trying to help out international fans get merchandise. Oh, yeah. um, it's, there's got to be something set up. I I feel like it would fucking suck mm -hmm. if we all, all of us around the world didn't get to experience it at least relatively within the same window of time. I'm not saying same, like 48 like, hours, 24, yes, ideally something like that. And I, I mean, and that's a concern because like I said, I've been, you know, trying to organize, you know, getting Americans to buy these new shirts and send them and, and Cole and Anna, you know, have been helping me with all the logistics and stuff. And it, and that's just hard because guys, by the way, if you can help, please sign up. I yeah. need more Americans. Like it's, uh, that, if, if anybody needs problem. a link, just go to uh, the Scott's Twitter and yeah. I mean, yeah. when, when I think people think I'm asking you to like pay for it. No. In, in, it's like, no, because we're we, we give you the information. We basically, all we're doing is saying here, if you don't have someone you already know internationally, you're trying to help out and you'd like to help somebody out, let me give you the contact information of the international person. You two can become pen pals and have PayPal arrange for them to go ahead and mm -hmm. like whatever financially you want to arrange between the two of you. That's that's your business. All I'm doing is saying, do you want to help a do you want to help a brother or sister out? Let me give you a brother and sister who would like some merch. That's all. That's all that that Cole, Nan, and I are setting up. We're basically Match.com. We're facilitating. <laughs> yes. After we match you nice up, 
you handle whatever you need to handle. Mm -hmm. so, a penny per mile. No, right? no, it's good. It's good what you're doing. I yeah. and and, and it, I mean, when it comes to um, when it comes to that dark side shirt, I mean, I, I'm still kind of puzzled. Like, all right, cool. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you want to like, uh, yeah, put that in the the DC shop. But it, it, when you look at that one shirt, it just says Justice League. It doesn't say Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm -hmm. It is a little strange, and I'm all, <laughs> I'm actually even wondering. Uh, does Snyder even like really know what's going on with that? I mean, it, it just seemed a little, hey, dark side, but not in his full form that we'll see like a couple, a few seconds of mm -hmm. in the movie. We'll see more of him before he's in his full form. Yeah. But in his full form, like we see in this t shirt that says dark side, we're only going to see like a little tiny bit. But at the same time, I'm like, but maybe, you know, Cool. Maybe well, that'll entice. Look something. at how much they've been leaning on Dark Side in general. Yeah. I yeah. think that it's not only. I mean, obviously, Steppenwolf looks different, but I think this one has Dark Side is like, yeah, almost could be the subtitle of not like not, 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 that, we, not that we should expect like, this one has Dark Side. No, right? but like, not, that, not that we should expect him to to have that big of a role, but legitimately speaking, like if if you're talking to someone who has never heard of this before and they're like, wait, there's two different cuts. What's, what's with the other one? Probably you're going to be like, well, like it's got dark side in it. <laughs> right. Like what else? Now, yeah. Like, um, and to a comic book fan, that's like, holy shit. Yeah. That's yeah. like the, um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, so that, and then the fact that, you know, they already merchandised Steppenwolf and people aren't like, I want a Steppenwolf shirt. So maybe that'll work after the movie if people like Steppenwolf enough. Oh, well, and you think about oh. how much coverage Darkseid's been getting. Like, you know, just last year we had Apocalypse War, which was fucking amazing for an animated film. He's popped, I mean, in the comics, he's been popping up, like, for a character that's been around since the 70s. But let's just say that the last... 10 years have been really good for dark side fans yeah. because well, he's been all over the place. And I can tell you he's popular on social media and, and mm -hmm. Google like it's like dark side as a, as a, as a concept or as a search term or, or, or whatever. Um, internet metrics say people really are interested in him. Well, I think that explains the shirt then, because what happens when we, what happens when you go, and this is the newly relaunched shop. This isn't shopdcentertainment.com. This is shop.dccomics.com, which was kind of the whole new, like, when they, when DC Universe transitioned into DC Universe Infinite this week, this is the new, like, this is a brand new shop that's been set up. It's even like, it, like, the experience of shopping is different, because... I think you all know that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I might buy a few things. <laughs> so, and this is also the shop that, for those of us who were DC Universe subscribers who stayed on mm -hmm. when it transitioned into Infinite, we're going to be getting a, a credit for this new shop. And so, for this to be on, like, when you open the website, this is the homepage image Zack Snyder Justice League shirts. Mm -hmm. Featuring Dark Side, like they are like leaning into this. Thank you, Ryan. Hey, real quick, Steve, though, by um, the way. Yeah, thanks. Um, Steven, you didn't answer my fucking question. Okay. <laughs> what was your question? Uh, I said, what would happen if theoretically, if Zack Snyder Justice League 
comes out on the same day as GVK. Um, that would be fascinating. Um, I or think. I guess, well, what would it? What would? It, what do you think would be the reason for well, that? Not necessarily in a bad way, oh, but. Um. Good, but it can be better. <laughs> you'll need to you'll need to clarify if you mean like what like what would cause that to happen I mean, or what would I, happen if well, that happened it's or? kind of like it's kind of like a, a two-way thing right like because obviously if that were to happen let's just assume that that happens unless that be, the other weekends are packed there's something weird going on with that. right there, there would be something odd about that happening right we, right we would kind of be like wait who is is this a direct cause because hamada is the one that's doing this going hey look i'm gonna Put or it would be Emmerich. Hamada, you know, oh, Hamada okay. would have <laughs> when the orders. I mean, he could say, please change Oh, yeah. It, it'll definitely be Emmerich that's, like, doing that. You dick. <laughs> yeah. So, like, would that be the case? But also, what would that mean for, okay, like, let's just, let's go one way or the other, right? GVK gets, I don't think it would, but GVK gets mo more, you know, views, I guess. Or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, is that why yeah. they would be, do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, even even with them a few weeks apart, it's going to be fascinating because um, first uh, GVK trailer is this Sunday, um, right? And so that's about a week before um, the Snyder Cut marketing like kicks up, and so you're going to have min plus or minus a week or two. Um, and we'll have all those comparisons, like um, how things are shot. How yeah, things exactly. Well, not only that, but you're going to have like trailer drops to compare the social reach of. You're going to have uh, other like news coverage, um, and then and then obviously the movie drops themselves in, in the same month. So there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of data to collect because of like unless it depends on if Godzilla versus Kong kills it or not. But because the MonsterVerse has like people consider it an underperformer, especially like King of the Monsters did not do what it should have at the box office. Um, unfortunately, I love that movie. Um, Me too. It's, Me too. Um, I think it's, it's essential that this, like if anyone wants to see more, that the Snyder Cut does more than, than Godzilla versus Kong, arguably significantly so, um, because of the fact that people see... Um, see the monster verse is like an underdog although you know simply beating it is also good <laughs> well what's crazy about it is that it's it's kind of like the monster versus the dceu you know what i mean like yeah, exactly it's kind of the closest thing we've got it feels, to. It feels well, a little bit like it yeah yeah no and and kong skull island you know jordan vault roberts is probably the closest director that i've seen in the in all those films that has the aesthetic of of snyder and then you get well he's you know, got Matt larry fong as a cinematographer exactly. so you know. and you and you see a lot of the the imagery and just the way he handles the big action and all that shit and the oh yeah that, that shot of uh hiddleston like just like fucking yeah fucking town going. i mean that was like yeah. full on 300 right there i mean exactly and so my daughter always gives that part shit she's like it doesn't make sense though he literally is going through with the mask and then as soon as he's right out at the outskirts he pulls the mask off like they're still you know, they're still toxic around. I'm like, sure, I, don't. I yeah. mean, she's very uh, perceptive. I, I know, I know. And I was, she's like, uh, but it's still. <laughs> like, she's watched it so many times, but um, you know, it's it's funny to think about with GVK because, you know, up until literally what a few days ago, we hadn't seen 
nothing, no promotions, no nothing. Then all of a sudden we get a, a poster. Then Beautiful. we get a little teaser trailer and a little teaser trailer and another teaser oh. trailer, all these big Dude. shots. And they look amazing. Like the, the CGI, like yeah. when he's on the ship pointing down, like you Dude. see the change. And I'm like, I, mean, I, I love the fact that he's on the ship. He's chained up. He's got something yeah. around his neck. And then he's looking down at the water and just going, and then all of a sudden Godzilla just goes boom like that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is happening in Dude, that scene? I'm, We're like, I'm, Oh, you man, the CGI, they must have perfected the CGI like so good that they were like, nah, we don't, we, we could show these big fucking shots. Like, dude, and I love the, the, the lighting, too, like the dawn, oh, yeah. Lighting. Yeah, exactly. um, especially because normally I am not a fan of like when big spectacle films like this shoot in daylight, it's really easy be, for it to mm-hmm. become like very low contrast, kind of washout gray, gray yeah. brown. Um, I think possibly to hide the like because they unless they're able to render the the monster at like a high enough level they don't want it to be like crisp sharp while everything else in the scene is like kind of a, a bland color. Um, but man, the the, the contrast that they get at the sunrise shot with this is just like it's glowing, and then they've got like harsh shadows too. It's gorgeous. Well, what have I what have I always said about Steiner is like when he shoots like these elaborate huge like spectacle um vfx shots it's either like sunset sunrise you know it's never like full mm-hmm. like it's not noon well, oh god now you now got filler sunrise sunset <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the civil war thing like oh, gross. i don't know if or when people will come around on that but, or not come around but go <laughs> around on on that battle but it's just it's just so much concrete mm-hmm. and that's just it though like so we we get that poster, we get these little teasers, and we're getting a trailer, and it feels like, <laughs> like this fuck, like it feels like the Snyder Cut, but not not necessarily. But it's like yeah. dude, we've gotten, you know, we haven't gotten shit for the Snyder Cut, even though I know we're spoiled. But you know, <laughs> it, it's like imagine when we're getting both of these films, just these two films alone, yeah, right, in March, <laughs> and it's like. Well, and then I mean, none then, of us thought we were going to get this. I don't know what we're going to get. It's concerning how how <laughs> little we've gotten. But then, almost immediately after that, we've got uh, Mortal Kombat, oh, yeah, which is at least at least yeah. exciting to find out what it's going to be. I mean, I'm not I'm not being down on it. It's just it's been it's, quiet. That's in April, right? Is that in April? I think yeah. so. Yeah, currently April, 20, yeah. April 16th. I think oh, is the date. God, yeah, I think they're so trying to pack it? some of these bigger ones up front because. Um, quarter numbers um well quarter numbers for sure but also to uh um if there if if you have a lot of the like crowd pleasers packed early on you'll get a, a larger number of people signing up because it's gonna there's like there's like more value like one month yeah. of subscription is gonna get you way more than any other month and then you know maybe they'll hang around for the um what is it the saints of newark um i think well, um, you know, it was funny because I was listening uh, a buddy of mine who we whom we all know. Uh, he sent me a video of uh, Robert. I forgot what his name, his full name, Robert Murray or whatever. He's he's a guy that talks a lot. He you know he's he's sometimes guest guest uh, on uh, John Campia, but whatever. And he kind of calms him down. He's like his, his oh Roger dude. Burnett. I think. Ro- Robert. Oh, there you go, Robert. Oh yeah, 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 Burnett. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about you know what Roger Meyer. Yeah, where all these like people, what they're wanting to do with these these streams and what their business plan is, and 
you know, their theatrical is not in their business plan and, and physical sales even isn't in their business plan. Their Wait. business plan is to have <laughs> the 200 million subscribers for that Netflix has. And so he, he had pulled up the number. But I mean, if, if HBO Max and I know this is, is going to sound ridiculous when I say it, but this is what they're going for. If you have 200 million subscribers as HBO Max at the price of 15 bucks. That's almost three billion dollars in revenue a month in cash flow. Okay, three billion dollars. That's a That's month. Think about it. So times that by twelve, what is that? Thirty-six. Thirty-six billion a year. Okay. So Wait, how much? Thirty-six billion. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I missed the first numbers. I, I feel like you uh, might two hundred two hundred million times fifteen. No, <laughs> That's gonna be three three billion. Yeah, I know. That's why I said three billion. Times oh, I, think said, I thought you said 36 billion. And I, so I was like, that's. Oh, times 12. Okay. 36. <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to be careful. I mean, sorry. I thought the, the first 12, I thought, okay, sorry. I'm caught yeah. up. I was, I was reading 30, something. Yeah. 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 All right. 36 it's, it's Robert, dollars. Robert Meyer Burnett, by the way, let's get there something. A lot of meetings. Yeah, no. <laughs> I do. It's something with an M though. Okay. Yeah. So you have, so that's, that's their goal. That's what they want to do. They want to get 200 million subscribers. I mean, regardless, that's what their, their business plan is. They're not going back. Right. So, it's it it made me think of with um what's his name uh Kylar he he had talked about having a, a movie production why he thinks a movie production could have a billion dollars of a of a budget and mm -hmm. right there with thirty six billion dollars a year coming in does a billion dollars really sound that crazy no. no not really I mean think of how much you can get out of that yeah. and which by so the way I think the highest grossing theatrical year disney has ever had was 10 billion wow that last year or in 2019 um yeah and that was when yeah netflix with the game billion. end game of course yeah. and, and all yeah, the, exactly uh, and yeah. netflix was 18 billion so you're going <laughs> it was almost double disney's biggest year yeah and and, so it's, and, it's, and, it's, and it's almost guaranteed every year too it's only going to go up yep. usually if anything whereas like the year after Disney, you know, like people, they'll go up by five, you know, it'll vary by five billion sometimes. And um, they got theme parks and they got all that stuff. And, and yeah. you go and then, and then HBO Max, HBO Max and AT&T are going, yeah, come make whatever you want. Like, wait, hey, Snyder, you, you want a four hour fucking film with Batman and Superman? All right. Mm -hmm. Go for it, dude. I think, and, uh, that's the fascinating thing for me also about who, like, who really owns the rights. Um, or who is um, in charge of the the Snyder Cut under like Warner Media? Because every every indicate like the, it's still Warner Max, right? But even the Warner Max like, doesn't exactly. I think they took the Warner Max label off of other stuff. Um, so I'm really I'm really curious if if there's some special deal with this that keeps it out of WB's hands. Um, in 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 most contexts, I know there's a few that is still wrapped up, but. I'm not sure exactly where the legalities are, but the reason I'm curious is because um, whereas WB is going to be stingy about like a $250 million movie, um, HBO Max's um, original content budget is $5 billion. That's crazy. Um, and so and that's like a third of Netflix's, but $5 billion of original content for streaming is like, there's no way they wouldn't pay for a, a sequel to that if they are the ones that get to make the call 
Yeah. And well, right. So, well, but also that that also leads me to go and why you know when you hear Chris Nolan, you know, anticipate or trying to go to Universal, I'm like, what the fuck are you gonna do at Universal, dude? They're not gonna give you the money you can do. Oh, okay, we're, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember when that that news came out. It was like, oh, yeah. he's unlikely to do a Warner uh, Brothers. I'm like, okay, what? Who's well, gonna give you that budget? <laughs> Well, it was funny because you had like. Um, but then again, it? I would not be. I would not be against Christopher Nolan doing a low budget fucking memento type. Well, movie. I wouldn't or, either. But you can't you know what I, I saw that made a ton of sense though is this is like any sane person, and I'm, sh- I'm if there haven't talks yet, I'm, I'm I'd be shocked. Um, this is his chance to do Bond. Right. Mm. Yeah, but that's I don't true. Think, even then, I still feel they like they need a new. They need a new Bond director. Like need a new bond. Looking for a next movie. Bond. The timing, the timing is perfect right. because they're you know they're ready to start production to have a new one out in a couple of years, right? That's very true. Like, but here's the thing though, like when you had what, what was it? It was a uh, Sony or what was it that was like? Oh yeah, we're having some some directors that are upset about HBO Max doing that. They're calling us, and I'm like, yeah. well, fucking name them then. Why, why, why are you saying we have some director? Do you, well, they can't name that. They, they can't reveal they who they're in talks with. No, no, no! It's not even that. It's you're you're talking a big game. You're going to say, well, "Oh yeah, we had some directors call us." Like, well, I don't know that they're mad and they're making calls. I think one of the most interesting aspects people don't talk. Okay, man, you're good. Oh, I had. Um, <laughs> um, they're refreshing. I get it. Yeah. One of the things people don't talk about is that uh, um, this is like the perfect opportunity for them to all up their rate. Um. May, like maybe they're legitimately pissed. Probably they're legit, legitimately pissed at Warner Brothers. No. Are they going to go somewhere no, else? No, Do they actually want it? Money. Are they actually going to go to oh, Sony? No. Well, no. But if they leave, if they go, like they they have an excuse to shop around <laughs> without like shopping around when it's not a pandemic, <laughs> and like right. this didn't happen to them, right? Any sane person would be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm in talks with Sony. WB, how like do you really care about keeping me? Like mm-hmm. let's let's see it. You you offended me, and now I've got an offer from Sony. What are you going to give me for my next movie? Like I'm about to go do Bond. It's negotiation yeah. 101. I mean, seriously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't want to do Bond, even if you don't want to go to Sony, you go get an offer from Sony. Come back to WB and be like, by the way, fuck yep. you. Well, <laughs> why do you think Denny Denny shut the fuck up, didn't he? Yeah. After that one little outburst. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. He, he went a shit. Since. He hadn't said a fucking word, dude. You know why? Because no, not even. Legendary no. was like, dude, well, what's your fucking problem? Okay. Also, I'm, uh, I'm sure like. <laughs> Jason, Chill. Jason Kylar, or someone just pulled him into an office and was like, "Look, Blade Runner is watched more online every day yeah. in the movie theater than yeah. it was ever <laughs> yeah. in the movie theater. Just and watch. you're gonna get paid like your fucking film is a hit. Yeah. Exactly, well, you're gonna get an yeah. extra. You you're gonna get extra like ten million dollars." Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to risk your film performing and you get paid off of how it performs in real time during this time, COVID? We don't yeah, go you get a guaranteed extra bonus. Yeah, it's yeah. Exactly. And, well, and weren't they supposed to be developing like a Bene Gesserit uh, series for yeah, HBO, HBO Max? Max. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, that's how you pronounce that. Just, just, just wink, wink. I wouldn't even know. I didn't even know what you were saying. I feel like you were just yeah. For anybody that. reading the Dune book, Scott's just like. You know, I'm gonna clip that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, we'll clip that because Meg and I are currently reading Dune and going, "How do you say that?" Yeah, that's so why I, I listened to the audiobook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 hey, that. the audiobook is like a full cast production. That's not yeah. He's at. Yeah, it's pretty good. Hey, Meg, what do you think about um? What? Hey, what did he say about me? 
No, he just said like called Nolan a bitch again. That's all. <laughs> yeah, fuck Nolan, man. <laughs> exactly. Hey, guys. Hey, oh, you guys. know what? Hey. Blah blah blah. Fake. Fucking fucked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you. You're you're uh, your team Kong, right? With me. Who? Yeah, I didn't think me? so. The no, fuck? No, no, no. Meg is. Oh, Meg. Yeah. Meg, Meg, Meg ain't team. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buddy. My um my Twitter I'm, poll ended up like debunking my theory on that. Yeah, Meg, what's your reason, by the way, for uh, being Team Lizard? I just think Godzilla looks cooler. <laughs> I don't really, I don't, I literally know absolutely nothing about like Godzilla or King Kong, like outside of the movies that I've seen. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think Godzilla's I don't know. cooler. Yeah. The way I look at it is King Kong is Batman and Godzilla yep. is Superman. So exactly. go Superman is better than Batman. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, no. oh my well, God. That was, <laughs> that was what I, what I thought. So I, I did a, a Twitter poll to like. And so many people didn't up. understand that Twitter poll. Uh, yeah, people, yeah, exactly. I, I, it was a little bit. When I was writing, I was like, I could be clearer about this, but everyone thought I was like, I don't know. See, you're even, you're even making Baby Callum like get all fussy. He's Team Kong. He's Team Kong. I want right? to see him knock some shit over. That's why. Yeah, but my assumption was that everyone associated. Fuck no, this computer is new, Meg. How dare you? <laughs> um, my assumption was that everybody has um, basically translated their like Superman versus yeah. Batman preference. So that like Godzilla yeah. is the Superman and versus Kong is the Batman. Exactly. Um, and everyone that voted, the most people that voted Kong voted for Superman. But at the last minute, I think maybe because I revealed what I, why I was doing the quiz, it got like, maybe it got brigaded or maybe it was just for legitimate at the end. Um, um, Godzilla and Batman passed um, Godzilla and Kong, which means that most people that pick Batman also pick Godzilla. I'm actually one of those people. I would pick Batman and then now, I would pick Godzilla. Is yeah. your is your understanding of the fight of like the the like do you see those as equivalent battles? Or, no, or, or I, do you have a, a rationalization for like why one is but not I would see them as similar because of the supernatural. Oh, no. That's the, funny because I don't have a rationalization. It's just uh, Okay. I prefer Batman and I prefer Godzilla. Thus, so I root the for them. Yeah. Like, like that. I mean, right. that's why it's I can't literally answer. team sports. I mean, that's all <laughs> right. that's going on right Here's now. Why I can't answer it because I'm like, I think I'd, I'd prefer. I I like Godzilla a lot, but I think I'd like prefer for Kong to win in a fight. But I, but I think I like Godzilla better. But as far as like my actual answer to the question, I can't because. It depends on what story. Like, is your story better served by Godzilla dying? Then I want Godzilla to die. Like, I don't like. You well, yeah, but I it's good because. Or I should die. Or by being beat. Like, the way I look at it is like, you know, Kong is like the underdog. He definitely is because everybody's going like, wait a minute, doesn't he have to grow a little bit? Well, we saw the poster. Apparently, he's been drinking his milk. Yeah, he definitely has been like he's been eating his Wheaties. Yes. Yeah, he he's been eating his Wheaties and drinking his milk and getting his uh, proper uh, uh, protein intake, um, where he's towering over buildings. But but I mean, look at that little tease where he's like strapped up. He's got the fucking thing around his neck and he's on the the aircraft carrier and i'm like 
You know what? I mean, er, er, what with Kong? Yeah, with Kong. Yeah, <laughs> you see, even Cal in a good story. Um, no, but like Kong is like he's always been treated as like, oh, we got to make him like this fucking. We got to make him this like sideshow thing. Like he's like this. He's like this act. You know, he's like this uh, thing that he has to do. Like, oh, hey, there's Miss Amanda. How you doing? Hi. You're 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 you you muted your mic before. She said she was going to bed. Oh, she oh. said she said bye. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sure she did. She, it looked you can't like more than that, but... herself, dude. Yeah, what? dude. What the fuck, huh? dude? You fucking yeah. mis mis misogynist <gasps> son of a bitch. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> hey, hurry up and say something because I'm about to talk. No, but I'm just saying, like, Kong is like, you know, he's always been treated as like, oh, we got to make him like this performance piece. You know, Godzilla has never been looked at that because you can't contain him. But they've somehow contained Kong. And even like, in, I mean, that 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 little um, little uh, pre, uh, pre of the new trailer, like, he's strapped up. They, they, they got him and he's got a thing around his neck and it's like. Man, I mean, that's why I'm like, I'm always rooting for that underdog where it's like, you can't contain Godzilla. You just got to let Godzilla be just like Ken wanted to be. Is like, let him fight. Fucking A, man. Just let him fight. But Godzilla, oh, um, King Kong, they're like, they, they got him. Somehow they got him and he's like contained and he's strapped. And But then something happens where he's just like, bring it, bitch. You know, just like how Batman was like, here I am, you know, and I'm like. Yeah, he's totally Batman in this situation. I'm sorry. He's totally Batman. Well, yeah, but, but also keep in mind that the oxygen, you know, the oxygen bomb took out Godzilla. So, yeah. That's his kryptonite right there, you know? Well, yeah. I, well, the, yeah, exactly. That Exactly. See, that we're making the correlations. Yes. Oh, Godzilla is well, and, and also, you know, humans getting into the way, right? The same thing happened in BVS, right? We, well, <laughs> yeah. we could just nuke him. Fuck it. Superman yeah. was doing what he was doing. <laughs> Taking him in outer space, he wasn't going to be able to fly back in, and then all of a sudden, uh, we fucked up. But you know what? So I asked Avery. She says Avery, before we went to go see Kings of, you know, King of the Monsters, we watched all three of the other films mm -hmm. or uh, two of the films. And when we first saw Godzilla or Kong, um, Godzilla King of the Monsters, she was into to Godzilla. And then I don't know what happened. I don't know if, and maybe this has something to do with her her preference in in directors. Because she loved Godzilla 2014. Like, she at, I mean, she fucking it's loved it. She movie. loved it. And she was, she was Team Godzilla. But then all of a sudden, she just fell in love with Kong all over again. And, I mean, she watches Kong Skull Island. She's watched that movie, like, so many times. Like, a hundred fucking times. <laughs> and, uh, like, so much so that she, like, she knows the lyric. I mean, not lyrics. The dialogue. You know, she knows how it, how it is. Um and she loves the skull, skull crawlers or whatever. Yeah, that's what they're called. Because she that even asked me, like, hey, do you think they'll uh, they'll bring those back? I was like, how? They're on a fucking island. She's like, yeah, but Kong's on an island, and they brought him. And I was like, yeah, I know. I don't. <laughs> Maybe, but that's why she's Kong. She's Team Kong at least, and obviously Batman. Yes, Team Harry Nipples. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, I'm half Mexican. I you know, I get the hairy nipples thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Um, I yeah. forgot something real quick. Hi, Mama Film Junkie. I hope you're doing well. You should bring the whole family to the Midwest. It's real nice here in Iowa. 
No forest fires. Like east. Yes. No earthquakes. Yeah, we're east. No of, earthquakes. Um, just what? We're east of oh, California. Oh, you said <laughs> out west? Your face. No, out oh, to the Midwest. Midwest. Oh, Midwest. Okay. That's right. Yeah, that's still. <laughs> is going to try to convince you to go to Austin. Don't listen to him, Mama Film Junkie. Come to Iowa. Mwah. Bye. There it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, does Godzilla die and come back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Right? Oh, dude, how fucked up would that be if he died? Like, dude, I'm telling you. Kong, but did you guys see that Kong shot though, of like? Yeah, he Kong, built a fucking like, makes like, a, like an axe or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, or someone, I saw someone say it was an axe made out of Godzilla's dorsal horse Yeah, because there's like a toy like, that got leaked of Kong with an axe made out of a dorsal fin. So. Yeah, no, no. Listen, I watched. I watched Wong. Like, yeah, Wong. worth my ace for a trip. <laughs> and does he have a dorsal fin? <laughs> he built, yeah. <laughs> he built it's literally like a fucking spear, just like just like Batman does at BBS. I'm like, dude, this is it's so uh, it's crazy to think about it, right? Because I mean, he obviously Kong is he's a primate. He's gonna use tools, you know, crew tools, oh, yeah. but whatever. Fuck it, he's smart. He's gonna <laughs> knock that fucking lizard out, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Okay, jeez, guys. Yes, don't yeah. really feel hey. bad about it. No, that's right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> or neither of them wins, and they team up against. Well, you know, yeah, you know, they that's just become best friends. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know that's going to happen because yeah. they have that head of Ghidorah, and we know that something's going to happen with Ghidorah again. Yeah, exactly. Well, and not just yeah. <laughs> yeah, but how did that happen? But not even but just because of that. Because like that's the most satis- the more satisfying story. Like I don't. Yeah. Like that's the I don't mind because I enjoy the ride, but like the. Ultimately, I know that like the most satisfying story is going to see them like fight, and it's going to be cool to see them fight. And maybe they'll imply that one of them won, but it won't be final. You know, it's very you know very BBS. And then they'll fight yeah. something else, and it'll or be Batman. Batman won, and it'll be badass. There's not a reason for them to fight. Like they're not bad guy. Like Adora was right. fucking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and the the Mutos were fucking up as well. Like they were actively going at him, and so. Like with this way, it's like, yeah, but what's going to stop them? Like, it, it, <laughs> as stupid as it is, it can't be. Like, it can't, yeah, it can't be fl- like a he's going to fling it. He's going to fling his poop at him. <laughs> Imagine if he actually did though. Right? <laughs> Jeez, I would hate to Maybe. see the building that gets the the the. Listen, the this trailer. Oh I think in this trailer, we're going to see. Do you think they're going to they're going to do a doomsday reveal where they're going to reveal a, a Ghidorah so that we know that it's not oh, just that would be. Fighting? Hilarious. Well, no, I don't think, I don't think so because I think that unlike Batman and Superman, Kong and Godzilla, people are less personable about like yeah. the characters. Yeah. Like they're not invested. Like who, who? I guess other than people who didn't like the fat Godzilla, um, or the <laughs> thick Godzilla, thickzilla, thick, thick were like, thick. like there's no thick like not Mugazilla or you like. Not well, there's also not the. People. Why would they fight? Like yeah, that exactly. Would, yeah. Yeah. Have a general audience with Batman. So what? But they're friends. Why are well, they fighting? Well, yeah, there's why would they fight? And then there's like Batman doesn't have a chance. That's not even like that's weird <laughs> to say that even from people who are like fairly like serious comic book fans. Sometimes yeah. like, it doesn't even. I, make mean, sure. I don't know how many times I had like, to explain how many times I had to explain how Batman fights Superman. 
Like, how does people? How do yeah. people not know? No, I mean, yeah, sure, Superman's way yeah. more powerful. But I, not, I, I'll tell you how that. Batman can fight Superman. <laughs> yeah, there it is. yeah. Oh, that's not even that. It's, and even in that, even in that, you have a very bag of stuff. Yeah, seriously, whole, yeah. where did you yeah. just? Yeah. I know, geez, you have everything right now, Scott. <laughs> You're like just showing everything. <laughs> well, I was gonna say the whole the whole reason why you know Superman is a bag of holding even have have the opportunity to lose the Batman is because he he doesn't want to like kill. You know what I mean? Like he's holding back. That's his whole. It's all thing and yeah, exactly. I mean, I Batman and as like in those fights in general, but I'm pretty sure every every time that Batman's come close to beating him, it's because Superman was like thought that he didn't have to go full power on him. Yeah. What Jeff Loeb <laughs> Jeff Loeb wrote it in Hush, it said deep down Clark is a good person. Yeah, and deep down oh, right. I'm not. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Which is true. That's why, like, even in the dark night, I mean, he's like, Bruce has three ribs. This is insane. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's fucking punching him. He's like, dude, stop it, man. Like, stop fucking around. But that's my point, though. Like, what is. I, so you don't think they're going to show anything else other than Godzilla and Kong fighting? Maybe a no. tease? I mean, the they've, shown, they've shown so little, period, that I don't know. I have no idea how much. I will tell you, it'll be hard for it to surpass that. Um, what is it? Clear to Loon trailer for oh, yeah, King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah, I know. Yes. Like, I actually kind of want to jump yeah. off the stream and go watch that real quick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so um, when I made that when I made that BVS one, I was like, God oh, damn, this song is so fucking. Oh, great. you better do one after the next Justice League trailer. You better do another one for Justice oh, League. Fuck yeah! So I have all that yeah. all that footage. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get on it. God. What what song do you think are they going to use? Because I mean, they figured a junkie XL. I got it a junkie XL yeah. now, right? Just like let loose. Dance, 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 dance. I don't know. Sorry. That's the only one I know right now. <laughs> okay. I mean, Jesus Christ, though. Uh, you know, speaking of junkie XL, I mean, how good of a year is that? Hey, by the way, he's going to have a good march. Man's been having a good hell of five years. Yeah. I mean, His yeah, output dude, has been crazy. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's what's crazy about him is because he came from like the, I don't mean to be the, the dance, the the dance DJ. He came from the DJ back. Well, not only that, but he's, he's one of the like farmer, like the, the farm output for uh, Zimmer. Um, yeah. I know there's probably a nicer way. I don't mean that like disparaging. Yeah, it, it sounds bad, so but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, also, and, I mean, but when you think about the the Wonder Woman like song that I mean that was that was him doing that guitar shit. I mean when you hear cello, when you hear, it's a cello, man. It's a cello. You say oh, guitar sorry, sorry. every time. I'm sorry. like, it ah. sounds like a guitar. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn it! Well, to be fair, it is it is an electric string instrument run through an amp. It sounds nothing like the way it would if it was an acoustic. And also, okay. Dave, Dave, Colbert, Colbert, Dave, you know, <laughs> pick one of the good drops. Just go for it. Just to no. stop him. To stop him. <laughs> you, have a, you have a drop. Boring. <laughs> how, the fuck, how the fuck could you not remember Army of the Dead being scored by Junkie? In your other uh, video, that's the thing. That's the thing. When mm-hmm. I when I shot that video, I was like, "What was the third one?" Shit, I, know, I, I know. totally I so pissed off. I almost no, had a, sure I was like sure, almost dude. head on sure. collision, okay? Because I was so pissed. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this problem? Oh, I'm sure you were. I will fuck you up. 
Yeah. No, but like I, I like I, I was like when it, when, it, when, I, when I was doing the video, I was like in the groove, and then all of a sudden, just, like, mine went blank, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, God, I hate when that happens. And I was like, "Oh yeah, of course." And then when I when I when I stopped, and I was like, I I sat back down. I was like, "Army of the Dead, you fucking moron!" <laughs> like <laughs> it was like the other Jack Snyder movie that he was uh you know scoring. Hello. Yeah. He tried yeah. to be a, just be like and another one that I know everyone's gonna be really. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I fucking That's love why those, you should man. do podcasts more often because then you can just edit out the part where you repeat yourself and you just. I can't oh, tell you how many times Tim will be like, "What? What?" And I'm like, "This is the name." Okay, good. And then he just says it, and then the next time <laughs> the episode, it's like, "Oh yeah, Tim knows everything." Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. See, but see, I, I I like it raw, Scott. I like you know, and I, I don't I don't yeah, raw dog raw. Yeah. Raw dog it. There's a lady hard fat. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but that's that's uh that's code. That we could talk about anything. We we're talking about barebacking, right? Horses? <laughs> right, horses? <laughs> no saddle? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Seriously. Oh, I live in Texas. What do you think? Away. Man? Oh man. Literally, we, we ride horses all the time. What are we talking about? <laughs> Don't, don't mess with Texas. Yeah. Oh uh, no, man. Yeah, I was pissing myself, but I could not. You yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Junkie XL is having like, I mean, Tom, good old Tom. Was this Hulkenberg, right? Hulkenberg, yes. Hulkenberg, yeah. yeah. Dave in your name. Having a great year. Like, you know what his big, you know what his big break was, right? Like when he first like broke onto the scene. You know what it was. It was that Elvis song, a little more, uh, a little less conversation, there a little you go. more action, please. He, that was he, remixed that. Oh, wow. yeah, he remixed that in like 03 or oh, something, shit. and it fucking blew up. And the year before that, it was the year after that, was when he did the Michael Buble uh, Spider Man theme that shows up in Spider Man 2. He did the remix of that. So when you bought that song, it, it says Junkie XL Remix. That's actually the first time I saw his name was because I got that Buble album. And and Junkie XL does a remix of all these Buble songs. <laughs> oh, wow. I, is I listened to his like Mad Max Fury Road soundtrack oh, as my go to yeah. um, like study or not or like work playlist I mean, or whatever. He he's gotten to the point where he's now like I mean I mean him and Hans Zimmer are going to be like competing. For shit now. I mean, it's the first Deadpool movie. People, yes. yeah, yeah. The first Deadpool, Deadpool movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, he's just like, I mean, because he just adds. I mean, as as great as Hans Zimmer is, and as great as like you know, you listen to his shit, and it's just like, wow, that's just like masterpiece after masterpiece. But I mean, there's like an edge that Junkie XL has that 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 little. I mean, I won't say guitar again. <laughs> Whatever string <laughs> instrument <laughs> electric. But I mean, like, if if you say like you Michael, G if you say like Michael Giacchino is like the the heir to like Elfman, I, say, I know we we trash an Elfman, but like as a like spiritual successor to today's equivalent of like what Elfman was doing a few decades ago, I'd say that um, I know Zimmer is still still hot, but I would say that Junkie is very much like filling those shoes of. And Junkie, he's handsome. Is that what you're saying? He's not handsome yet. <laughs> He he knows how to wear that certain kind of hat. Really, yeah. Good. He's growing as a composer because sometimes a lot oh. of his stuff still sounded like the what the, the synthesizer oh. and the the beat stuff. Mm -hmm. 
But then I remember the first time I was like, oh, he's growing past that terrible movie. But he did the soundtrack for The Dark Tower. Soundtrack's great. Movie was shit. Movie was <laughs> fucking horrible. <laughs> movie was horrible. And, and that's coming from a guy who was who spent the entire summer reading all eight and a half books to oh get ready God. for it. Um, disappointment. Oh, but oh my God. It, they had so much star power. I'm sorry. I know. Matthew McConaughey was cast perfectly, perfectly. as the man in black. I, no, I, I give no qualms to the acting performances. They were all perfectly for that but my god what the fuck, like, fuck. Even, oh. what the fuck but yeah. if you if you ignore the movie and you just listen to hulkenberg's score for the dark tower it's great that that was it was one it was great and two it was the first time in his scores that he went away from kind of the rock dance beat synthesizer and it got more melodic to where he was kind of messing around with orchestras and that was when i started going Oh, you're growing, you're evolving, you're trying some other stuff. And so it's been fun to kind of chart his um, scoring career to look at how he's grown. And I love that uh, he did Tomb Raider. Yes. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, movie that needs to get more love. Because mm -hmm. that, that Tomb Raider movie was fantastic. Right? I mean, yeah, Alicia Vikander. I mean, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You know, I mean, I know qualms against the uh, Angelina Jolie, at least the first one. The first one was good for her. And Daniel Craig in it. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, he showed it. It was like, hey, there's there's our new James Bond right there. But uh, yeah, yeah. The the Vikander uh, Tomb Raider. Is the sequel still happening, by the way? I don't even know if that's. Who knows? Pregnant she's pregnant now. Yeah, yeah. She got pregnant, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, Father, yeah. you lucky son of a bitch. Fast banner, you know. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> but I was going to ask you. So, speaking of Fosbender, he looked at uh, her with Magneto. Action. Yeah. Uh, so I was. I had. Uh, I had. I had threw this comment out, not on, not publicly, but just privately. But I was like, you know, it'd be, it'd be funny if, if Nolan was, yeah, if Nolan was uh, during what privately, yeah. yeah, if if Nolan would was really like serious about leaving WB. And and out of spite for fucking WB, he went to Marvel and made their their first mm -hmm. X Men film. <laughs> Fuck like, no, dude. that's not gonna happen. The I know. The X Men. Uh, no, oh. no, no. Come on. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Fuck off. Get up. Fucking out. <laughs> I um. I don't even know if I would want him for X Men. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I can't. Uh, no. It depends. I remember you saying that. I, for some reason, I thought you meant um, Snyder for for whatever reason, because that because he was obviously in talks for oh. a few times. Yeah, yeah. God, that'd be um, so fucking cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. Early Spider Man, dude. Oh, oh my god. Talk about a Spider Man film. I wrote an article. But, I remember when would, I wrote it. But, but Snyder would delve into the thematic elements that make X Men X Men. You oh, know, I know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I know. We can't talk about that, Krypton. Sorry, because. Of uh, a few oh. people here, so I haven't seen it. So. <laughs> did you guys, Sorry. did you guys talk about the like whole vision is Loki thing? Oh, you, you Goldberg! I just put that in my head, man. No, don't even do that. That'd be crazy if that's the case. It, 
No. It would make sense, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. No, no, I was just doing fake spoilers for Scott. I know, I know. Yeah. I know you are. I know you are. You know, Colbert, I'm smart enough to call bullshit. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I'm not someone on Twitter who sees a tweet and immediately is like, oh my God. I, I, oh my God. I, I, I talked about that last year. I'm trying. Jeez. I'm trying to work myself up to have the courage to get, tell you a real spoiler, thinking that you won't believe it. Um, but and you better believe that if you do it, I will <laughs> yeah, pay I know. Amanda whatever I it that. takes to to do things. <laughs> it's not sound so bad. It, oh, yeah, okay. Not those <laughs> things. The other <laughs> things. <laughs> we still put <laughs> horse riding in it, or yeah, Meg knows. Meg knows. I got you. I was actually going to track here because of a uh, Krypton case to talk about WandaVision again. Oh, no, no, I was going to, I was going to ask something to, to Meg. I wanted to get her thoughts on, on another thing, but I can't for the life of me, remember it. Just let <laughs> Meg, I want Meg just to riff at this point. I know, right. Just Meg, just do it. Hey, beatbox, beatbox, Meg. Beatbox. Uh, 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 no, no, don't, uh, <laughs> don't fucking do that. Would that be hilarious if she just like, when it's it, like that when was my it, was like ama- yeah it's, it's like yeah it's like also, you can do like the like, clicking and everything yeah. and you just went at it that would be amazing <laughs> it'd be the best vodka yeah. stream ever oh my <laughs> god what it be sadly i'm not <laughs> it's fine it's totally fine, it's totally <laughs> fine. Dude, uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna ask something it was about i think it was about dc too go for it and i don't remember we'll figure it out god damn kick him out i know i know i should i should the fuck out but you know, uh, you know you know that drop like where how that happens right in that fucking show like yeah he's like he's showing like this guy's like oh i could read now and he's he just got eye surgery he couldn't cry <laughs> he's like oh i know it's uh that's an eye and they're in the board all of them are in the boardroom like just fucking fucking around and he's like oh okay <laughs> so uh now Garth, okay, i'm gonna good. give you some credit here though i because i believe it's on hbo max you have intrigued me to no end to finally sit down and delve into entourage and i give oh and I, yes. and I yeah. give you credit for that dude i'm telling you man you're gonna watch Entourage. like they have a they have a uh a story arc where they they get involved with Comic Con and all that. Oh yeah, Aquaman. And literally, right. I've yeah. heard the Aqu- like, like I know. James like Cameron. So James in Cameron. the culture. I've heard and, that. And I've never seen like, the you're show. Gonna watch it. You're gonna watch. You're gonna go. Holy shit! Because that was back in 2006. You're gonna go. That shit was still prevalent up until 2019. Before the pandemic, that shit was going on. Like these sites can make or break your movie. I mean, that's essentially oh, yeah. what happened with. I've Snyder, seen clips. Right? I've seen clips, and I'm like, yeah. holy shit. These guys were ahead of their time, and and what's so funny well, is that in, it was in, even before Marvel was huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I won't go too deep into it, but essentially, the the um, the writer for one of these sites, he's like, yeah, he's he's there. You know, he's asking these questions, and then he asks a certain question, knowing that it's going to piss off Vince, and so Vince, you know, Vince is the kind of guy he's in the, the actor. He he doesn't give a fuck, so he he just walks out and and. The writer's like pissed. He's like, "Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna bomb your movie. Then I'm gonna fucking make sure people know about your movie that it's gonna suck." And I'm like, "Dude, that's exactly how it just amplified by eight with Screen Rant and uh, you know Collider 
there's a um i think it's really fascinating being in like watching that industry develop because i'm not sure when that show happened and up until recently it was it was a lot more common but there aren't as too. many like pinnacle individuals who on their own could like start a rumor or something to, like there are a few but like in the same way that that could have been done in like 2008? No. Okay. Okay. I, I have this. This is where this is where my nerd shows. <laughs> it's not always going. Okay. There's a, oh my God. My nerd is always showing. Wait, wait, wait. Where the fuck did Cal go, dude? Yeah, dude, where the fuck did your kid go? It's gone. Well, put him in that abyss where all of his other collectibles are off to the side of his shit. With the other pops, with the grains. He's just on the shelf. Yeah. Callum on the shelf. There you go. No, I change his diaper and put him in his crib. So, there's a movie. It's old. It's got Burt Lancaster and Tony Curtis. Sweet smell of success. I've heard of it. Yes. If you have not seen it, that is that is the whole premise because it's back in the fifties. Burt Lancaster plays a Walter Winchell, which I'm sorry if you're too young to know who Walter Winchell is, but a gossip columnist that by just by writing whatever he wants in the newspaper, fuck it, he can make or break you. And Tony Curtis plays this talent agent with a client and it's just this war between the talent agent and the gossip columnist, which is just, which is a, a, which is a perfect analogy for that critic who can just make or break you. I mean, it, it's a classic film. It's criterion collection has it now. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, I think it's weirdly still relevant today. By the way, did you guys, speaking of that, and it just made me remind have you guys seen Mank? Yes, I haven't seen it yet. Yes, oh, like, like Mank on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, dude! Like you know, was. okay. No, no, yeah, uh, I got, I got, I got kind of confused with the Michael J. Fox, the secret to my success. Yeah, I don't know why when I heard the title, I was like, wait, I haven't heard that. Oh yeah, this, but I was thinking like a Michael J. Fox. Anyways, go ahead. Go yeah, no, so, Mank. so Mank is about which is it's fascinating the fact that they would even make this but then it makes sense because there was a lot of stuff yeah mank oh that's uh your movie that you're talking that's about. my movie yeah 19 1957 so, so mank is about the the making of the of citizen kane which at that time was fucking unheard of because you had a first-time director getting full creative control he could do whatever the fuck he wanted and he hires this writer who is you know whatever he writes this weird, you know, kind of screenplay at the time. And he at first says he doesn't want to, you know, take credit for it. And then all of a sudden he does take credit for it. But it's about like the biggest tycoon in the industry of, mm. of, of metal or something like yeah, that. And, uh, oh, he, he was a newspaper. It was newspaper. Man. Newspaper. Sorry. Yeah. Newspaper. Right, it was William Randolph. It's William Randolph sure. first, which if yeah. you watch Newsies is the character who's in war with Pulitzer. So if like, if oh, there's really? like a whole movie universe that you can like yeah. follow the story. Boy, dude, you could almost follow that all the way into um uh Inglorious Bastards because they bring them, you know, they bring in uh Willie B. Mayer and um you know how uh 
how uh, what's his name? Fucking German, the German guy. Fuck, why can I not? Uh, Land? No, not Landa. Fuck. Uh, one of the, the the second in command. You know, in Germany. <laughs> Goebbels. Goebbels. There you go. How uh, he was kind of like he was trying to take over the film industry. You know, in in English. Oh, the minister of propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. The there Nazi you go. Party. Yeah. Yeah, correct. There you go. That's oh, it. By the way, it, it, it well, and since Mank is about the writing of Citizen yeah. Kane, then you should check out RKO 281, oh, yeah, which is an HBO movie about the making of Citizen Kane that has Leah Schreiber as Orson Welles and then mm-hmm. uh, Marion Davies, who Amanda Sifri plays in Mank, yeah, is yeah. played by Melanie Griffith in this Ooh. movie. Yeah, no, dude. Um, um, Amanda Seyfried is amazing in that movie. So is yeah, um, Gary Coleman. Of course. Like, yeah, dude, he is like, he loses himself in that fucking film. And then it made me want to watch Citizen Kane again. I was like, fuck, I got to watch that movie again. And what's so funny is that, I mean, you could kind of tell like, um, so he used, or at least Fincher did. I've never seen a lot of Fincher films. I've only seen Fight Club. So I, oh, I love, <laughs> I, I love yeah. Fincher. So like that was, Fincher was one of those first directors that when I started looking at his filmography, I went, fuck, I'm a Fincher fan. Cause I realized yeah. I, I, I everything is gold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, except maybe alien three, but you know, <laughs> but the director's <laughs> cut is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, ne- and I've never seen panic room, panic but, good. but, but when panic I looked at everything good. else, uh, that Fincher had made, it was one of those things that I was started looking at his movies going, Fuck, I love that movie. Fuck, I love that movie. Uh-huh. Fuck, I love that movie. I guess I'm a Fincher fan. I did not realize this. Oh, no, no. And yeah. so what I appreciated, with the only thing I wish he would have done with Mank would have been to have it in the, the 4 by 3 format because it was widescreen. I would have added to it, right? Just like just yeah. like how uh, like uh, The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Lighthouse yeah. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet, but yeah. Oh, oh my Garza, God. Garza, by the way, if you want some Fincher films to check out, um, Seven. Seven. Yeah, I hear that one's good. Oh, good. <laughs> you hear that one's good? Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, good. Um, social network. Of course. Right. Zodiac. Yeah, that one's good too. Zodiac. Zodiac. I, I'll tell you one that I really enjoyed was his adaptation of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Actually, one too. Garza, if you, knowing your, your obsession with like Terrio dialogue, watch yeah. the social network. Yes. There's so much dialogue. It is so dialogue driven. But that's that's Sorkin, right? Sorkin. Sorkin. But I mean, also Eisenberg, I think, probably is why I feel like it reminds me of like Lex. But I mean, this this stuff that comes out of like it's it's obvious that the character is like very inspired by the social network (laughs) version of and uh, Gone Girl. Lighthouse. (laughs) Yeah, Gone Girl. I hear about Gone Girl with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Gondor, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a filmography that I've heard of that I just haven't had. If you haven't seen the game, the game is so yeah. great yeah. too. Yes, that's what Affleck movie was supposed to be. Inspired right, Affleck movie yeah. was supposed to be yes. um, inspired yeah. by. Yeah, it's with with um with Fincher, I'm always like, oh yeah, I know Zodiac is great and Fight Club is great. Yeah, he's got a great filmography. And then you're like, Gone Girl. I'm like, that's right, Gone Girl was him. Seven was him. Like. Yeah, so I could name like every Nolan film, and like Fincher always has like five of them that you're like like amazing films that are just like not front of mind. Yeah, um, that's so weird. That's that is that's why like even when I watched, um, you know, because I'm not familiar with his style, you know, he did it. He made this film like it was a a, a 40s film, like with yes. the with the fade oh, cool. outs, 
with everything, like everything, even almost like, ratio is weird. Yeah, yeah. The aspect ratio is the only thing that I thought. I wonder why he didn't do that because they shot digitally. They didn't shoot on film, but you couldn't even. T- I mean, it's you. I mean, I'm not gonna be a snob and go. Oh yeah, you could tell. Like fuck it. I could. It's, it's, it's funny that he committed to the look, but wouldn't commit to film because when um when he was but shooting Net, the, that's netflix thing netflix wants yeah, to go well, digital but the budget. Is that you can make digital you can make as much as people don't want to say you can make digital look like film oh yeah i'm not saying as far as the like the the look not even so much as like the if you're going through a lot of the like production techniques um that they that they would have used like the shooting well, it, film changes the way it's shot even right, right? well no he but, shot it he shot it on a camera on a red eye or something like or whatever it is i forgot what the camera was but uh, it was only a monochromatic camera like it doesn't there is not a color print of that film interesting oh yeah and it was, they also, eight, it was paid attention they also put in the uh the the change real marks yeah 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 uh-huh. with the he even put the sound effect on it too so i mean but that was so that was what was so inspiring not inspiring interesting to me when I watched that film, because I was like, not only does it feel like a classic film, he's got all the same kind of techniques that they used. And the fact that this is a monochromatic film, like this was filmed in like there is no color in it. So it was an 8K version. And that's why I think he decided to go digital, too, is because he wanted to go that route. I just thought it was weird that it didn't go four by three. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, they, no, they even did the audio just, track. Like the lighthouse, which you need to see. I know. But it was even <laughs> the, the audio. No, he no. hasn't seen the lighthouse. What the yeah. fuck? But, but the, uh, the audio track literally—it's yeah. cinema, man. But the audio track on 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 Mank is also—it's like a single track. It's surround sound, but it's all mono. Every, every audio, yeah, it's mono on every track because that's what they used to do back then. I'm like, dude, why didn't you just fucking do the four by three then, man? You were that committed, right? I mean, it's like oh, you almost wonder. Yeah, I'm curious. That that feels like one of those things where like they. Not that I don't know if they would like audience test some of that. That's a weird, especially in the, the way they're committed to everything else. Thing. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if that was like, a, yeah, because I mean, like, like when you look, I, I remember when I went and saw the lighthouse in the movie theater. Remember when we used to do that? Remember, yeah, 90s kids, oh, yeah. Remember. wow, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but uh, no, but I remember Pepper, when uh, like, like, the frame showed up and it was just like, it was just literally like the bars on both sides were like, wow, this thing's. But it just added so much to the actual movie. It's it like it was a different experience seeing oh, that movie in the theater. I'll have to. Oh I'll my god! It was also weird seeing it like on a Thursday evening because oh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I saw. I saw it on a Thursday night, walking out, going, "Holy shit!" I remember like <laughs> walking around, going like, up on a Thursday, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, you know me. Um, I know this is a weird one to throw into this specific con- conversation. <laughs> Um, did anyone in here see the great and powerful Oz with oh, James yeah. when that came out? I, I, I watched it yeah. like color and size. I saw yeah, it. Did you see Rachel it? Rice? Um, I think so. That, that had Rachel Rice in it too, right? Because I remember watching um, it specifically she was for one her. of the she was, wasn't she? Well, the, yeah, she was one of the good witches. The good witch. Um, but uh, yeah. Mila Kunis that was definitely with, with, with color and aspect ratio, but also yes. it was really fascinating. It's one of the movie few movies that I remember specifically seeing in 3D because <laughs> the when it did like this the smaller square screen that was like a um like a I don't know a Super 8 or it'd be even older. Oh, than yeah, that. yeah. Um, did like a like a camera that would have been like more suited for um, and it was like a um a vi- um. What do you call it? Like a 
um, a, di- a diorama or something almost. It felt like with a giant black part, like you were looking through this little window on the screen with the way the 3D looked. Mm. Um, I guess a diorama would be the opposite of what it is because that's like way wider. But it, w- I don't know. It was, it was really cool. Panorama? Would that be true? No, 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 not a panorama. I, I was thinking of like a um, um, what are those things that you probably would make like in a shoebox that would be like a, a house. Um, that's a di- no, you're right. right. Diorama. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm thinking of like I've been at like to some big ones. Um, Meg, Meg, know. did you ever see Citizen King? No. Ever seen that? Yeah, let's switch back yeah, to see, like, a good movie. Because you know, and I'm I'm only saying that because. You know, there's there's something that happens, and the reason why is that, like, this movie was so different at the time. One, just the way it was framed, and and the way things that so like in in BVS, you know how Bruce is always looking up mm-hmm. at something he doesn't really understand. He's looking down at something that he he is angry to, or he's always descending and he's always going down. And and so in that in Citizen Kane, that that's how he filmed it. Like he, you're always looking up at the main character, and you're always looking down at some of the other characters because he's trying to. Yeah. Orson Welles actually had jackhammers dig a hole in the floor <laughs> so he could get the yeah. camera down far enough yeah, to get the yeah. angle to shoot up at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and so like and then also the entire premise of the of the film it's like okay it's it's almost like in, in Man of Steel like it's going flashbacks and it's showing you like about this life but it's all because of something that happens in the film. <laughs> And what's so funny about that is if you watch Mank, you understand that the uh, the reason for the premise of the movie is is because of of what happens in Mank yeah. <laughs> and what it could relate to. There, there's I don't want to spoil it in case you ever do see it, but yeah, basically just, you just have a double feature of that, right? Yeah, I know. I, mean, yeah, I would dude, say, and I would say do a triple feature and throw in RKO, you know, yeah. um, two eight one. I just well, saw um, Citizen Kane for the first time um, after HBO Max launched. Um, yeah. Going through their classic collection. Um, obviously, I think that's that was your first time. No, it was. Okay. I, I think, <laughs> I think it's, it's safe to say <laughs> Citizen Kane is like is like on everybody's list of shame. Yes. Of course. Of course. Um, Same with Godfather. Not, not mine. Not mine. No, but it, I mean, it's, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I can start asking about books that you have but haven't read. Um, yeah. <laughs> um and uh um but it's it's crazy how um stylistically like out of its time it it was and well, and it, it, like you, you don't white. yeah well and it's, it's crazy that like, you watch something like that and and you it feels like something that like a i don't know much more i mean i don't see many people do that type of cinematography or lighting outside of like Snyder or maybe um, uh, like Rodriguez and like Sin City did some similar things. Yeah. Um, obviously mm-hmm. like Sin City was like on weird thing to compare to Citizen Kane, but like just with a really, really stark lighting Contrast. and yeah. angles. And um, it's crazy watching, watching that movie. How like, well, it's it, not even that, like even with the, um, you know, I think it took him a week. There's, there's a scene in there where it's kind of doing a, a time time lapse, but they're at the dinner table and it's like rotating the cameras rotating it took them like a week to do and it's like mm-hmm. it's something so not simple but you know what i mean like it's just the the rotating of the camera and it's like yeah those kind of shots they weren't really done done back then and then you think about the way because like in mank they're even talking like as he's writing the script because that's what it's about he's like as as they're reading it, he's like this doesn't make any sense though the script like what is like what's happening in the script 
And it's like, what what does this mean? Like, and we know about what this is like who you're talking about and the fact that you're talking about this person and it doesn't make sense. Like what uh, we don't get this film. And and at the end of the day, um uh, what's his name? I forget his name. Fuck it. Fincher the director. No. So this is Kane, the director. Orson Wells. Orson Wells, yeah. At the end of the day, he was like, I don't give a fuck what you care about because uh, I'm making this film my way. Yeah. And they won an Oscar. Well, Manx won an, Mank won an Oscar for it, but um, for writing it. He said cool. that uh, he said that he Orson Welles was about as much a part of it as he was when he was at the uh, Oscar ceremony and he wasn't at the Oscar ceremony. <laughs> so <laughs> if that means anything, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it's it's a crazy story, and I, I know people like to give the movie crap, but because it, I think it's just it's one of those movies that everyone kind of holds in a high esteem, and then kind of the Almost maybe like the kill, to kill a mockingbird of cinema. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm about to teach to kill mockingbird next week, so you better wow. watch your. Yeah, mouth. I was about to say that's like in yes, every like they, I wa- the first time I watched <laughs> Kill a Mockingbird was in an English class. We watched it <laughs> after reading it. I'm about to say, hey, yeah. but I'll tell you this though: like I watched, I watched Citizen Kane. I watched Casablanca, um, which was also a great film. Yeah. I just Fantastic watched, uh, film. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ma- uh, the the Maltese Falcon. Um, I watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, North by Northwest, like dude, all those films. That's why I love HBO Max. I think North by Northwest. Yeah. I, I I think that I have knocked more li- more movies off yep. of my like list. My list, list. Than yeah, this turned into an HBO Max promo. Well, the Turner Classic Movie section is amazing. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. This shows you. What, what what they have in their library. Yeah. Oh, and like, by the way, no, and to tie this all that. together, Netflix that. Netflix on their reel, they're finally, finally, because they bought it from 20th Century Fox slash Walt Disney, now that Walt Disney owns 20th Century Fox, they're finally going to show The Woman in the Window. Yes. With, with finally. Amy. Finally. And oh, one, the book mad. is fantastic, but if you, but if you have not watched enough Hitchcock in your life, I don't yeah, feel like I you're gonna. Pre- it's not gonna resonate. It's yeah, not yeah. gonna resonate with no, you. No, it won't. Because when I, when I read the premise for Woman in the Window, oh yeah, it was very Hitchcockian. It yeah. was Rear Window. It, yeah, was, it was. It was Rear Window with Jimmy yeah. Stewart. And I was like, oh my god, it's a ripoff. And then you're reading the book and you're like, oh no, you're doing this on purpose and you're hanging a lantern. Like, oh, yeah. okay, I'm not ripping like, off. I, I, with with HBO Max, I'm I want to see more. I want to see Vertigo and and Psycho oh, and yeah, yeah. um, what is it? Birds? Is that what it is? Birds. The birds. Yeah, yeah the birds. birds. Yes. Those are three films that I want to see. You know, and I want to. I just want to yeah. be able to stream them. I, I can't right now, but I mean, yeah. Hitchcock was very very ahead of his time. That's for sure. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I, I know what someone someone said makes this into an HBO Max promo, um, but yeah, like right. generally, I, like I've, I've always loved Netflix and. But um, Amazon Prime actually, I've been. If you like go browsing around, you'll find a lot of similar. Oh, I've always oh, yeah. seen that. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but, yeah. But I, I find myself more on HBO Max than in anything. Yeah, exactly. HBO Max has been like I've taken so many things off my list from that. Yeah, okay. and, and even even then with uh, Batman the Animated Series, like I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! You know? I mean, oh, come man. on, I'm, I'm re- revisiting that, and the fact that they're gonna do a sequel series. Oh my God! I, I, I feel apprehensive. That is the sexiest thing I have ever seen. 
I'm so apprehensive about that. And yeah, I, after we talked about that on it was that last show a couple shows ago. I got um the more I think about it, the more nervous I am, especially when oh, come on, they guys. could do more tight. Okay, or, I was, uh, shout super. out shout out to my buddies over at DC on screen who were talking about this. <laughs> and I completely agree with what they said. If they can cover the time period between the new Batman adventures and Batman Beyond, that would be a great because there's like if you go and watch Batman Beyond, they reference so many events. Oh yeah, that like where Ooh. did okay. where did it where would did be cool to go? do a like a not a, I don't want to see an adaptation because we've already seen it, but like a um their spin on like the Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> um, you, you know how they would do that they'd bring stuff in from the comics that was like oh this is kind of like that or um, if they did Red Sun or something they did uh, Superman they did an episode called Brave New World part oh, uh, really? that, that was kind of like that um, by the way every time I look at that like if I think of the Justice League I always think of those uh, <laughs> those stupid fucking I don't know what they're called the the world hip hop or whatever, like where they where they overdub the words and they're talking shit. Like, hey Batman, you gonna let him? You gonna let him? Uh, uh, <laughs> what did you say, Batman? You gonna let him uh, punk you or something like that? Hey, he said, "Fuck Gotham." Yeah, he's like, about, like, the, you about they did with like the yeah. "I'm the Juggernaut uh, bitch." No, <laughs> you want to talk about it? Maybe I don't know, but I'm just thinking of the Justice League one when he's like, just leave me alone, all right? Booger face, he's talking to Martian Manhunter, and I'm like, dude, oh, uh, this is probably, uh, this is probably too dated, but I want to tell Dave to add a, I'm the uh, juggernaut, bitch. um, not the one from X3, the one with that with the dubbing the animated series. <laughs> yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> good, good. Is it that is it the one I'm talking? I'm thinking of like with that. With their like, it was kind of like they, I, don't, I don't know if it was the same people or not, but there, it was like that. There was GI Joe had all the dubs, um, and then but the the one for like X Men was like way funnier. Uh, yeah, just, but it's, just, just, like, it's just funny though because they're like Marsh Manor is like you know making fun of Batman. He's like, yo, dude, he's talking shit about Superman, <laughs> and he's like, you gonna let him clown on you, dude? He said, fuck Gotham. And he's just like <laughs> egging him on and shit, and, and uh, obviously he's like, don't just tell me you're a rich dude in a suit, right? And he's like. Ain't got no powers, man. You know what I was just laughing at too? Uh, TNT drama. That t- that Twitter handle. Oh my god, the Twitter. Oh, I love it. I don't know. I don't. Right. You know what? They just they uh, they asked. Um, it was thirteen hours ago. They said if we get a thousand likes, we're gonna change our profile picture to Darth Maul. <laughs> they <fucking> did, dude. <laughs> like literally, I just uh, tweeted it. I'm like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah, like, who's ever running that? Like, Ours, I'm just going to say, I'm so happy you're finally catching up to Batman the Animated Series because Dave yeah. was talking about it on Film Junkie Live this week. And yeah. I'm sorry, you name any plot from that show, I can pull the episode title out of my yeah, ass. Yeah, I know. That's, that's <laughs> what I that's I mean, like, like, when I was like talking about one of the one of the like top, I would say the top five episodes is when Bruce Wayne goes undercover and he puts like you know, yeah, in his hair, and he ends up like getting like amnesia, and he ends. You know up what like, it is? It's like the Paul Newman movie. And um, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, like yeah. that's one of the best episodes because it's like it's not even like a Batman heavy episode. It's Bruce Wayne, like in this camera. Yeah. And then I was like, what is that called? And Scott was like, oh, it's called the Forgotten. Oh yeah. no, yeah. no, no. To be fair, somebody beat me to it first. Yeah, that's true. Jose did beat you to it. Jose, yeah. beat me, but I had the Clock King one because that was Time Out of Joint. It was the that, one you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, because because I was talking about it when, when somebody asked me like, 
what villain would you want to see? Like, and, and I was like, eh, if I was going to do an uh, you know obscure villain, I'd be like, the Clock King would be pretty insane to see, like an actual you know heavy version. I'm like, hey, and you know Christopher Nolan can direct that because we know he's so good with uh, time stuff, right, Garza? Yeah. <laughs> so all I gotta say though is. Like I am curious. Like these these criminals in this series, they just fucking pop up. Like I'm like Batman, you're not doing your job, dude. Like how do you not know of all these fucking oh, criminals? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of plot, and I'm going, all right. Well, Joker gets sent to Arkham, you know, I, with Harley. I'm like, what but is- what? They gotta obviously break out, right? Because I got to the episode. No, 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 I got to the episode. I got to the episode where Two Face is dating, um, uh, or not dating, but he's like hooked up with uh, Pamela Isley. Yes. And so I was thinking, I was like, oh shit, he's dating her whenever he turns into Two Face. But no, I didn't. No, no, no. There's, a, there's, a, there's an amazing two parter in your future. Yeah, I know. That. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to Two Face, that's one of the yeah. that's one of the best episodes right there. Well, I just like that it, it's it's. Like, like that's why I was saying, like, well, what about? I was thinking, like, Pamela Isley, Poison Ivy is going to be able to control plants, not shoot a fucking, not not be Hawkman or a uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the yeah, best part not- about the best part about that show, though, is that it would introduce characters before they became the characters you recognize them as. Oh yeah, Clayface is one of the good ones. Oh yeah, but, yeah, no, I watched that too. Yeah, but but no, like Barbara Gordon shows up for like three or four episodes before she ever becomes Batgirl. You know what's, you know what's great about what, what, what like Dick Grayson too is like all of a sudden like Robin shows up in like some episodes. You're like, why is Robin all of a sudden here? And then all of a sudden they do a backstory and it's fantastic. You know, yeah. when you see like how he becomes Robin, it's like, I oh, love the fact that, that they, one won an Emmy. Robin's yeah. Reckoning oh, wow. Part 1. Oh, that one fucking a, a, dude. Oh, man, that one. That one an Emmy. Heart of Ice won an Emmy. I mean, you're talking about animated shows winning Emmys yeah. for writing. That should. That's well, just yeah. Anytime, anytime I talk about hey, you have Mister Freeze like origin, I'm like this reference yeah. Batman the animated series. They you know did. what sucks though? It, what sucks though is that Harley Quinn is is unfortunately spoiled the fuck out of me. Because when I was watching that that Heart of Ice one, I was like, God damn! All I could think of is Alfred Molina and his his like prophetic fucking language and speaking and all his. You know how he. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Alfred Molina, Mr. Freeze, <laughs> and Harley Quinn. I get it. I get the correlation. Yeah. Well, no, no, I know that, but you know what I'm talking like how he talks. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I, well, I, yeah, look, I was just making sure. I was like, well, "Fuck, do y'all not know?" Uh, no. So when I, I was watching, <laughs> yeah, so when I was watching this one, I was like, "Cause he talks so monotone." Yeah. And that was exactly his direction from Andrea Romano, who. Oh really? Oh, Andrea Romano, who was the casting director and the voice director for that series. I mean. When that woman retired, it was a sad day because it was like, <laughs> we'll never, because she, uh, Michael Ansaria is the actor who played Mr. Freeze. And all she kept on saying was too much emotion, too much emotion, oh, okay. too much emotion. And then they got him to talk yeah. like this. And that's another thing that makes me so, that makes me so nervous about a reboot, a sequel, not a reboot, but a sequel <laughs> to the same people. Involved. Well, because so many of them have died. Uh, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., who played Alfred, has passed away. Bob Hastings, who played Commissioner Gordon, has passed away. Yeah. Michael Ansaria, they wouldn't bring back Mr. Freeze because if you watch the series, they've already Don't explained. 
they, they, there's an explanation I'll, for I'll fucking say after. something about WandaVision, okay? If you do that. <laughs> I'm not spoiling I'm a thing. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. Don't, I don't, don't, hey, come, I know on. You, come on. I know but you wouldn't. So, but so many people who were these iconic characters, particularly Alfred and Commissioner Gordon, they've already passed away. And yeah. I wouldn't even want to sound alike. I'm just like, just write episodes that don't have those characters in it. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can write those episodes, like, in between the last season and Batman Beyond, you know, you could have Alfred already dead, dead, yeah, and you could uh-huh. have Commissioner Gordon already dead. Uh, like yeah. you, you could, you could set it in a time period because I just like don't, don't go there. Just don't write those yeah. characters. Just, just don't. I mean, they they got to bring back Hamill though, and and Connelly. Well, of course they're gonna bring back Hamill. They have to, but. Yeah. yeah, like hearing know. his giggle, his giggle, dude, is so fucking old. <laughs> like, you know, he wasn't the original actor cast. Oh no, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't do the original voice. Yeah, uh, it was Tim Curry. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like in the first one, crazy, right? Like no, Hamill. Hamill is the voice in all the episodes, but they oh, cast okay. Tim Curry yeah. first. It didn't work out, so Hamill came in and redid the dialogue Hamill, because, Hamill did a voice for like another character he was the he was the bad oh, guy okay. in the heart of ice episode he's there the was. he's the corporate executives who caused mr oh, freeze's really? accident yeah right. he played that guy yeah he played that guy you know you know what's funny when i rewatched that episode i'm like damn the security footage really cuts to like a fucking like uh, an establishing shot of the character and it goes back i was like funny i was like laughing because it literally plays out like a movie even though it's supposed to be security footage that oh uh, yeah i know i was like watching those, they got some cut scenes who's editing that fucking security <laughs> and it's still it's still great but i'm yeah. like man it's supposed to be security footage and they're like doing like full on like hey let's get Close a up, shot shot. Of character yeah, wide it, shot it keeps cutting back and forth it, it was like, know, there's, a, there's a dolly track too yeah <laughs> well that episode also has one of the funny things because uh, one of the amazing things about Batman the Animated Series was how much Deanie and Tim and Burnett and all of them fought with standards and practices for like every episode because mm-hmm. of what they were trying to get away with on a kid's cartoon. Oh, I'm sure. And Heart of Ice is one of those episodes because there's one of those commercial breaks where Mr. Freeze points his gun directly at the camera. The camera goes... Yeah. Right. And yeah. they had to fight standards and practices because they had a character shooting a gun <laughs> at the camera. Wow. And the only way they got away with it was they argued, well, it's a freeze gun. You can't actually do that. That's actually the reason that the Tommy guns are used because it wasn't going to be, quote, reproducible violence. Oh, the wow. the amount of fighting they did with standards and practices and the creativity they did to go as dark as they did in that show for an after school kids cartoon is amazing because they found ways to circumvent the rules of the censors. That's crazy because like when I think about that, I think about like X-Men, the animated series giving everyone energy weapons in order to bullets. And, And it really resulted in that kind of weird, futuristic modern like where some stuff is like way more advanced than other stuff that's in the comics a little bit too. But, um, and, and so it's really funny that X-Men or that, uh, Batman, the animated series was like, no, we're just going to like make them let us use guns. But with them, it was a little bit different because the Tommy guns gave it like a, um, retro noir kind of feeling. I like took it backwards instead of, instead of 
forward. With right, like well, the idea was that you wouldn't be able to get your hands on a on a, on a Tommy gun, so you, yeah. they could get away with it. But then it also led to that cool sort of you know weird uh, dark, the, the yeah. what they call the dark deco where you're like where the fuck is this because they're <laughs> in studebakers and wearing three-piece suits that have tommy guns but we have computers but they have black yeah. and white screens that's what i that's what i love about the series is like you can't pinpoint like wait is this like back in the past or is this like now because there's literally i can't i mean there's like a, a two-parter where where robots are created with oh uh, part of yeah. steel part yeah. one and part two yeah. yes Hardak, you know, or whatever the hell his name was, oh, right? That's Hardak. also my favorite gag in the show because the act, the, the creator of Hardak, yeah. is called Doctor Rossum, which is a which is a reference to Rossum Universal's robots, which is the first time the word robot was ever used. But it's voiced by William Sanderson, who was the programmer of the replicants in Blade Runner. Oh wow, jeez! Look, at I that, just took man. you down I mean, a rabbit hole. You weren't even prepared. Apparently, for. jeez, man, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I love you, Scott. This is why I love the fact you got all the facts, you got everything, all the uh, the behind the scenes stuff. But uh, right now, guys, we're gonna uh, dive into the uh, the video questions from the patrons. And, uh, and uh, when it came to uh, last week, I forgot to um, show Neil. We all know Neil, Mr. Irregular Neil. Oh my yeah. God! What is he? What? what how I was, was surprised he there wasn't one last week from him. I know what there was. Riffing out on this one. <laughs> yeah, but what? It, it, this is a little different. It's going to be a little different setting, but uh, this is the question he has for us. So here we go. Hey Dave. Hey Fox Stream Panel. How you guys doing? You're noticing I'm not in my cave tonight. The Fortress of Solitude. We're here in an empty parking lot, um, not far from where I live. So, where I wanted to take us on location tonight is, unfortunately, Sinanopolis that has been closed now for the entire pandemic, almost about a year. Um, so tonight's question is going to be directed at, what movie or movies do you think that theaters are going to be able to have to get asses back in the seats? or what kind of spectacle can they come up with to even do that? Anyway, guys, cheers and have a good night. All right. So that's a question about like uh, how theaters can get back into it after being closed for over a year. I need well, to I know who he's paying to um, hold his camera for him. <laughs> I think it's his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to a movie theater parking lot like, <laughs> imagine seeing that like you're just driving through the parking lot <laughs> well I think to oh, Neil's it's, point yeah. it's kind of like what Kelly brought up in the interview is every location is different like, yeah. like I've been probably of the panelists I've been the most fortunate that my movie theaters opened up back in August. Yeah. So if there's been a movie that I wanted to go see, I've but seen it. it. Yeah, but when it comes to me, I live in Southern California, like an hour and change out of L.A., everything's closed. Right. And when, I, when I saw Tenet, I had to drive to San Diego, which was like an hour and 40 minutes away. Yeah, I know. It, it, that's what, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're right. What 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 uh, Kelly who said was like, yeah, it's all it's different in different locations, mm -hmm. and it's like, but when it comes to like when everything can start opening up again, I mean, I don't know. There's I have 
so many, uh, you know, I have, <laughs> I, I feel like it's less uh, about a particular uh, movie. Nothing this year. I don't think is like, I mean, there, there's good stuff, but there's no like must like singular one must see over everything else. Yeah. Um, and I feel like honestly, people are more interested in like the theatrical experience itself being kind of improved or revamped than they are looking for a particular movie to be available on the screen in order to like, like they've gotten comfortable seeing theatrical quality releases at home. And they're like, why, why do I need uh, that? But the question I I can ask you is like, what, what would the theaters have to do to get butts back into the seats? Like when we see a commercial on TV, would they have to mention like, Hey, we, uh, we retrofitted all our theaters with these filters that will filter out the COVID because you know what? I mean, let's face facts. All of the companies that have disinfectants, wipes, whatever, what do they say in all their commercials now? Yeah, this will fight COVID. And everybody goes, yay, I'm going to go buy that the next time I'm at the grocery store because it kills COVID. So you really have to like, I don't know if they have to do- You like, watch TV like, commercials? Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know what this is. I still do. I still do. I, you know what? Hey, Scott. As much as like TV commercials are annoying, they they really show where we are nowadays. Yeah, you can really like sit there and be like, "Hey, what are what, how are pe- how are companies selling their products?" I actually kind of like that. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm a fan of commercials. I'm not saying I'm not a fan. I'm just saying yeah. I literally the way I consume media, yeah. I don't watch commercials. I still I still have YouTube TV. I like I I you know so I still kind of sit there and it. And, even though like uh, Pluto TV I had for a little bit because it was free uh, and like commercials that I had, like when it, when it came to like Clorox or like some kind of disinfectant like product, their main thing was like, it can kill COVID. And I was like, oh yeah, that's how they're selling it to people because it kills that ugly virus that is fucking everything up right now. So, and then I'm just kind of wondering like if, if movie theaters want to really get back into it, are they going to have have to have commercials on cable TV to be like, hey, we uh, put all these filters in here that will, uh, you know, filter out all the the bad stuff, the COVID, the influenza, and uh, even herpes. You won't get herpes when you come in here. I swear to God. And the you know, we we will clean the floors. It won't be sticky anymore when you no, like. Hey, and that's door. something I have to say, uh, and I guess that's kind of be word of mouth because. I've said this before in other vodka streams. When I come to the theater, I have never seen the theaters. Oh, they're so clean. They're going to have to do that. That's the thing. It's like, they're going to have to like be very creative and be like, Hey, we wipe off all this stuff. We literally go in here and like, Oh yeah. And by the way, every, every every time there's a movie that's shown, we burn the fucking seats and replace them with new seats. You know, it's going to be, it's going to have to go. I don't know how extreme they're going to have to go. I know I'm being, I'm over. I I might be maybe a more unique in this. I don't want to say I'm not. Oh, Culver, about... you're never unique. What are you talking? Yeah. About? I don't know that. It, well, I said breaking news: water wet. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> not that I, I'm not. I'm not unconcerned with with safety, but it's not like I'm not sitting at home like scared of getting COVID at yeah. the theater, and I would be there if it weren't for COVID. Um, I feel like, um. I don't know. I've, I, I, I can't even say exactly what they, what they need to change. I feel like if um, honestly, if it was just a, a 
I don't know if it's if it's the money or what, but it, that their their best bet is going to be like selling weekly or not weekly, but monthly passes or something instead of individual tickets or. I don't know. Well, they, they kind need... what I, it's kind of like what I have with AMC because I do the A list subscription. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's that's something that the, I think film goers because they took taken so long off of the theaters and they're like, oh, I can see like pretty new, if not like theatrically intended releases on streaming, and it's not that bad. I mean, I'm sure some people are watching like on their phone or the laptop, maybe, and it's not as great. But like, I've got a big enough TV, and I saw Wonder Woman 1984 on it, and I would have seen it in the theater normally. And I, you know, I wish that I had the opportunity to see it in the theater, but also I'm not like mad that I didn't. And I was, you know, I didn't look around even to see like, Oh, where can I see it? Like I just kind of, I watched it on streaming and it was fine. And for, you know, what it was. And, and then I watched it again because of that. And I think that that kind of, once again, you know, this is just my purchasing experience. And I know, you know, Scott is more religious about going to the theater, I feel like unless they get people to, to to like commit to well I've I've got you know three more punches on my card to use this month or something they're not going to get people to um like feel compelled to go unless there's a I don't know Matrix maybe is the best shot this year at at filling seats like that or like Dune definitely not um <laughs> no I feel like Matrix Four is probably you. the number one oh yeah Bond oh, yeah. Bond is a pretty good shot. Um, Bond was the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, because Damon, I should have seen this movie a year ago. <laughs> Obviously, Marvel, um, Black know, Widow. Whenever have that a way of filling seats. I don't. I, I'm very curious to see what happens with Black Widow because there's a part of me that suspects, with how long it's been delayed, that like I can kind of see people like in the post pandemic, like that's a movie that it's like Ant Man. I feel like where it's going to either gross five hundred million, five hundred million dollars, yeah. or there's a little bit of a pandemic and people are like, yeah, no, I don't need to see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, let, yeah. let's put it this way here in Austin. Like it's very liberal. Like, let's put it this way. I've, I've, I've had titties in my face, you know, during this pandemic. Oh, so <laughs> it's not, <clears throat> you know, and, and I've been a hundred percent fine, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> so meanwhile, I'm over in California and I got COVID without <laughs> getting titties in my face. Okay, cool. It's not that weird. Like I, I actually wanted to ask you like, how the fuck do you think that happened? Like, what are you doing, dude? What am I? You're not wearing masks? Yeah. No, I <laughs> dude. Hey, I I every everywhere I go, I wear a mask. Don't matter what. I do my shit. And guess what? Still fucking got it. Family still fucking got it. What does that tell you? I don't know, man. Get some titties in your face. I don't know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now I just want to hear what Meg has to say after. I know. No, 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 no. I'm just like, like now. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like, have you ever gone to the movies and got titties in your face as well? Well, no, no, no. no. I was well, reading was one time. I'm all ears, Meg. I'm all ears. So my whole point, though, is that, like, yeah, sure, I went there. And it just happened to be my birthday. And, and a couple other times so what i mean it was like special occasions which is my point you know if these if these movies i mean at the end of the day are they if you unless you're unless you are fully i need that theater experience what the fuck are you gonna do to get you to come out to the movie right like are you gonna go well 
But that's why I said like they're gonna have to have marketing well, that shows them like like oh we got these filters in well, here. Well, not even that. And we like clean hey, everything. Well, yeah. I don't think most. No, you're. I don't get the impression that most people are sitting at home like terrified of getting COVID. Yeah, at the movie I, theater, I don't. No, that was my whole point. I that's think a lot I of people were just kind of lukewarm on being here in the first place. I know some people are. I feel like. I feel like people were like but, lukewarm on the theater in the first place and now are just kind of uh, like, yeah. Uh, all yeah, they need to do is a little bit of a breeze to push them off. Yeah. The fence. But, but here's the thing though, like, unless you're going, all right, well, you know, you come to the movies and because you're a, you're a one of our members at the movies, you get, you know, it's open bar or a limit, you know, but you know what I mean though? Like, but even Michigan's theaters like, have been interface. open forever, like since. So of ours. Yeah. Ours has been open. But like they didn't have concessions, they didn't have a bar. It's just literally you went oh, in really? and you watched a movie and then you left. So like, I That's saw Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, it fucking sucked. Like well, I saw Wonder Woman eighty four. They don't make a profit on like the. It was very sales. strange. Like, so I watched it and it was like, okay, yeah, it was cool that I got to see it in the theater, but there was really no perk to seeing it in the theater. I could have yeah. just stayed home with my family and watched it and had yeah. snacks and shit there. See, yeah, that's now you know how you, like, about you need to have something <laughs> to film. What did I, you say? I, I risked my life to go see that shitty fucking film, Tenet, when I no, could just walk off. Oh, oh, Jesus. No, it's blah, 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 blah. Fake fucking fucks. <laughs> God, no, I love the that. The open here to see Tenet. And then they that was my favorite drop out of that whole thing you sent me, Garza, by the way. Sweet. And then they opened up again for Wonder Woman 84 and it was like, it was totally different because back when Tenet was open, like we had the concessions, we had the bar, everything. Yeah. But see, Scott, Wonder Woman 84, we didn't have anything. And what I was saying, Scott, is unless they say, okay, well, if you're a, you're a, you're a member, right, for a certain amount per month, uh, and you can come and watch a movie, but with this movie, you also get like perks, or you you could pay for a, you know, the tickets without being a member, but you get uh, open bar or a certain amount of drinks and concessions, all complimentary with your ticket, because. I mean, you're going to need to draw attention. You're not going to tell me that, okay, yeah, come to the movies, risk COVID, or just watch it at home. Because they keep delaying these movies. Dude, I, look, I want to watch Kingsman. I want to watch Bond. I yes. want to watch all these films. They keep getting pushed back. You know, yeah, and, I think, yeah. and I think the point is, is that, like, at least what I'm saying, it's not even – I don't even think it's a risk COVID issue. I, I think know. it's just a – I if I can watch these movies at home, I most people are perfectly fine. Yeah. They just want to consume the movie. Correct. I'm one of those weird I'm not even a snob. It's just like I like going to the yeah. movies at a theater. A lot of people that I are think like, part of the point is and and like theaters have been losing audiences year over year over year, you know, even when, even when they, even when, when the, there's nothing, even yeah. when the box right. office is better than the last year, they're selling fewer tickets. Cause like ticket prices on average are going mm -hmm. up. So like ticket prices are going up. Viewership is going down. And I think a lot of it, I mean, there, there's competition with streaming, but also I think there's a ton of stuff that like just makes more sense for streaming. That's not an insult. That's just saying that there's a lot well, of stuff. Like, would, the boys, well, like, for you're going to go see that. You're, you're not going to get a boys, you know, film. And go, yeah, we're having the boys film, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, no, you don't do a film out of that. But there's also uh, movies that, like, the theatrical experience doesn't, quote, add to the viewing of the film. So, like, a yeah. couple of weeks ago, there's been a couple of movies that have come out, like, in the last month or two, that just because of family reasons and 
screening times, I haven't been able to like I would go see it in the theater if I could, but damn it, it just hasn't worked out. But yet I've waited so long to see the movie that mm-hmm. now they've become available for like these 1999 48-day rentals. And okay, I'll, I'll cave and I'll pay 1999 to watch it at home because damn it, at least I can I know I can make this movie watching it on my iTunes, Apple TV, then trying to get to the theater. So I like um, about a couple of weeks ago, I remember my wife and I rented the new um, Hillary Swank movie, Fatal. And it was like, cool, I want to see that in theaters, but it never worked out. So I dropped would you, 1990. Would you have watched Mank in the theaters? Yeah, I would have. Really? But yeah, <laughs> I, I, dude, I am so not the person to ask because I will watch everything. Everything It's weird that I, I stopped being this way after I started. Like, <laughs> hmm? What I said, would you watch Justice League again? Oh, come on, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Um, oh man, come it's on! Funny I, I, I I'm stopped. so glad that he's back as J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah, it's so perfect. I mean, I mean, I had to get that drop. I was like, yeah, I have to get that. Okay, right. yeah, I mean, it's a long say. drop, but it's so perfect. Colbert's trying to say something. Okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah let me talk for once. <laughs> um, How about new? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, I don't even remember now. Um, it's, it's not, it's, I, I, I stopped doing this. I feel like when I started like actually following movie news more seriously and, and paying attention to releases. Um, but before I ever like knew what was coming out for like the next year, even, um, I would just go to the movies every weekend. It was just whatever was the thing that weekend. Yes. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, every single week, I don't, and I, I find movie ticket stubs sometimes. Like, I don't even remember mm-hmm. what this thing was. I found, uh, I think it was the campaign. Oh, God. The campaign. That was the movie. Movie. Um, but, um, Bro, um, so about movie subs, I have, I have tickets for click. Okay. I went to the theater to see that. Oh, the remote movie. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. So, yes, I have all these these ticket stubs from movies that I was like, wow, I can't believe I went to go fucking see that. No, I will (laughs) tell you this, though. What what really made me a, 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 like, every other, if not every week and every other week, was when I became an... AMC knew what they were doing when they did the a- when they did the A list thing, where it's like I pay twenty bucks a month and I can see three movies a week. Uh, I figured out in my head if I just see two movies a month, I'm already saving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. So then it became kind of going back to what Garza was asking me. He was like, "Would you see this movie in the theater?" It got to the point that with my A list subscription, if I even had a passing interest in the movie <laughs> i would go see it because well, i wasn't like, out, like, like every, I wasn't every out week, any extra move i wasn't out any extra yeah. money so week, why not every week it was just like you know it, it, it was like oh what movie do i want to see like you know oh yeah oh there's this oh yeah i don't know if i want to go to the well, movie this week but i always would force myself 
pick the one that is sounds like the most, I mean, especially in January. I mean, it was always like, Hey, which one do I want to see? That's going to be, Oh, this one, you know what? If I'm not going to enjoy it, it's going to be a pleasurable disaster. <laughs> and I could fucking just like, Oh, let's just rip into it. Well, think and about that's why last year. I- January, like December, like late December 2019, early January 2020. I can remember literally within what within three days. I remember I saw Uncut Gems and Little Women. Like, oh my god, yeah, those are two like polar like differences. But you know what? Both of them fantastic yeah. movies yeah. uncut gems made, gave, gave me anxiety when i watched it and that's oh, what's man. so great about i had two like, drinks God. thanks to the uh, the bar oh my God. I, watched like, things, I watched that thing sober i watched it sober and i had oh, i man. was like a heart attack anxiety right now I'm like i was fucking like i need a fucking cigarette after this yeah it's like oh i mean i tweet after i saw it I, I tweeted uh so that's what a heart attack feels like oh my god <laughs> dude i had like just straight up anxiety through that those movie. those sad did you see um what's the other one they did with uh pattinson good times good times you guys you yeah. see good times it's not another as, one like, that'll give you an anxiety too yeah, yes. not as anxious as not right. nearly as anxious as um as uncut gems but no, still but no. very very because it's the, it's the whole time it's about like you're watching you're like it's like a horror movie but but not but, but not no horror in the same yeah. way where you're like why are you doing that? Stop. Why are you yeah, in their house? Yeah. Don't go in their house. What is it? Yeah, you're, you're like, no you're like, to be in the house. Get out of the house. And you're like, uh, what the? Oh. Yeah. This would be a good time to go home. Like, yeah. go home. <laughs> like, why? You're like, no, that's wait, not you wanna, what I would do. Know, don't have another drink. Know, uh, so like, are, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> so, like, Scott, did you ever see, uh, <laughs> talk about going to the theaters? The Ugly Truth? Oh, God. Fuck with, that. Uh, Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I went to go see that in the theaters. I paid money to go see that. Okay. Yeah, okay, hold on. I got, you were I got trying to get laid, here. right? You, tell me you were trying no, to get I, laid. No, I, I'm pretty sure it was with the girl, like a girl I was dating. So of I didn't course. have to try. Okay, so there you go. No. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I mean, but still though, like <laughs> I, would, I, would oh, God, I would go see that in theaters, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think that's that not. I'm I can, I can, I have seen this movie, but we watched it on TV. So imagine, imagine like not going, good. like yeah, it's not good. But imagine like that movie getting released now, or not now, but yeah. non-pandemic, like in theater, it fucking flop. Like, be like, we're not gonna make a movie about that. But that's the yeah. interesting <laughs> thing about the movies that are getting released in theaters right now is there are movies that if if the other blockbusters were around, they wouldn't have a fucking chance. Like I'm thinking about movies that are now being available to buy that like. I'm thinking about things like Let Him Go with Diane Lane and Kevin Costner or movies like Fatal or this Tom Hanks movie I want to see. News oh, yeah. What about this, what about this new uh, Washington one with the little things? The little oh, things. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're, oh, yeah definitely. oh, I am down for that movie. <laughs> oh, but man. These, Leto. Ooh. Ooh. But, but these are movies that... <laughs> Right, Meg? Right, Leto? Looking all gross. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. These are movies that never have gotten a chance. Like, when I saw Let Him Go, I saw it in the quote, the AMC Prime Theater, which is not IMAX, but like, is like the premium theater. But literally, they showed it in the premium theater because they had nothing else to show there. So, which by the way is available to buy on digital and will be available on Blu-ray and DVD, like I think like next week. If you've not seen Let Him Go, great movie with Diane Lane and Kevin Costner. Do yourself a favor and check it out. But 
Come on, it's uh, Martha and Jonathan. Uh, oh my god, and boy, and they like, almost said Wayne. Shit. I know you're saying Wayne, I was like, what the I was like, what? Well, uh, if if Jesus Christ, why did you say my name? No, Zach had his way and made her the witness protection. Oh my god, <laughs> it's rare that he says something. I'm like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> and that's that's the the Diane or uh, the the, the uh, Martha Kent being Martha Wayne in witness protection. I'm like, no, please, I don't. We don't need to explore that. We don't need that. But but I think that's been the weird thing is that these are the movies that like Universal and Lionsgate they don't have a streaming service to dump their movies on, so they're just going ahead and like fuck it, we're just going to release it and we'll. Get well, what that, we but have. that's also well, because no, not really. They keep pushing other movies back. You know well, no, I mean? but a lot of the, there's a lot of smaller stuff though that I think yeah. maybe gets a little bit in theaters because it w- wasn't going to get a huge theatrical anyway. But then also, I don't know. Maybe it's con- they're just doing that out of obligation, so they don't violate their contracts. So they're like, look, there's no way, there's no route to VOD without going through bombing theatrically first because we. Ag- contractually agreed with the distributors to put it in theaters for however many weeks. Well, okay, um, that's interesting because like news of the world with Tom Hanks, I think that's a universal film. It came out on Christmas day and it just became available for that 1999 VOD yeah. rental last week. Oh, you know what just came out? A uh, tax collector on Hulu just came available. Ooh. Tax collector. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. Me well, that David Ayers. Yeah, oh, I haven't man. seen it. So I've it out. Yeah, it's decent, but I I just wish it was decent. Yeah, I pay I paid for it. Yeah. I own it. I just yeah. I, I I don't think uh, Shia LaBeouf's uh, chest tattoo was uh, worth it because <laughs> well, I know. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. But but because I have Hulu, I don't have to worry about paying for it. <laughs> there you go. All right, we go. got we got another uh, Patreon uh, video submission from William Powell. So let's uh, let's get to this one right here. Here we go. Hey, junkie panel. At what point do you think that people who've invested a lot of time following the DCEU will pretty much start losing steam and excitement for what's coming up next, given these CW rumors and everything Hamad is trying to do? (laughs) Okay, so that that lovely uh, CW rumor where it's like, hey, hey, we don't know what we're doing here. Berlanti, you know what you're doing, right? I mean, we've... I mean, I think they have reached that point already, right? Yeah. Like, are, are any of the people that like are pretending to be excited about this actually like hyped <laughs> about do. it? Like, like yeah, I saw some people like, who see Meg. Yeah, what do you? <laughs> Not like it. I, I yeah. want to hear Meg talk. Meg, yeah. <laughs> take the. Fire. Everybody wants to hear Meg talk. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't like no, it. Dude, I don't watch the CW. So, but that's yeah, why I don't watch the CW. Oh yeah, no. I was gonna say it'd be funny if Dave had the the drop from Family Guy. Star Wars is like, shut up, <laughs> shut up, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. never heard that one before. You, yeah, I know you like, have that's, that's a little too obvious, right there. Yeah. How about new? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just it doesn't make me very excited for anything in the future. Really, I mean, I don't watch the CW like I I used to like the first few up like seasons of the shows, like the first season of like Supergirl, the flash um, green arrow, those were good. But like, I just, i have no interest in them anymore. And I have no interest in them. Like going with like the DCEU at all. Well, even though like uh Superman and Lois, I mean, let's face facts. 
I mean, you watch that trailer, you that go, wait trailer was wait a minute. It made me it made me pay attention. I yes. I'll that. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, you guys yeah. kind of flipped it a little bit here. What's going on with that? By the aesthetic? way, you pronounce his last name Hecklin. Just Dave. Oh, is that it, what it is? That's Hecklin? how you pronounce his last name. I always name. say Hoakland. I always it's say Hoakland. He- it's Hecklin. I don't know if I've ever said it out loud, but in my okay, head, this, it's Hoakland. This is why, this is how I, I have you on here. It's Scott. <clears throat> the only reason. I don't, no other reason. There's a no glossary other, uh, in the back. I pronounce yeah, things for okay, you. Okay, so it is Hecklin. Okay, it's I thought it was Hoakland. I'm yeah, sitting here going, Tyler Hoakland? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's heckling. Okay. It's heckling. It, it's That's easy because the way you feel about it is like, what the heck? It's heckling. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey. I saw, I saw a tweet. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> Jeez. Fuck. I was just going to laugh. I was going to laugh because I, I saw this tweet. I was like, imagine yelling at Superman going, I know Superman. You're not, you're not him. And he removes his glasses. Like, how <laughs> yeah. would you feel? <laughs> oh man i don't even but yeah mr okay mr hecklin um i I just can't i don't know i can't get into i mean as much as like that trailer nothing about him that screams superman at all i think that's what everybody wants in their superman not one thing that's what everybody everybody wants the like it's he's the um shoot what's her name from uh from twilight um, Stewart. Stewart. Stewart, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the Kristen Stewart syndrome where it's like if you're bland enough, people you're a protagonist that people will project themselves onto and like you because of it. And I think that's what everyone wants in their Superman is like this, like he kind of looks enough like him that they can just oh he's what he's what I want him to be, as opposed to being angled in a direction that makes them well see what what's weird to me though is that i will say after after taking a slight dig at kristen stewart i will say that underwater or whatever it was called she was just really good i might leave (laughs) 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 i I think i think think she's very talented but i think there are there are there or there was a time in her career where someone didn't watch charlie's angels though okay she was probably the only. Eh, well, she no. was the only good part of Charlie's Angels. No, I don't even know about that. <laughs> because <laughs> I think I think they were trying to make her like this, like the the fucking comedic like presence in that movie, and it it really didn't work. Nothing about she that movie so really worked. Hot. Yeah, she was hot as fuck. Yeah, no, I'll yeah. give you that. For some reason, like like that was the hottest I've ever seen Kristen Stewart in Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I'll give you that. But they were trying to make her also the comedic. Presence. Yeah, that was like, weird because she that. you have to make somebody else the comedic. They should have made what's her name, uh, Dominique. What what's what's uh, uh, Jasmine? Who? What's her name? Naomi Scott. Naomi Scott. Why did I say Dominique? Uh, <laughs> I'm like I'm totally off. Right, are we, are uh, we answering the question or what are we doing? No, hey, yeah, hey, hey, we're we're going off on a little tangent here. This is what happens on squirrel. Yeah, 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 yeah that's a drop you anyway. need from up. You need the squirrel. Yeah, yeah, I should, I should, I, I, yeah, definitely should get that. But um, uh, yeah. So, anyways, going back to uh, underwater. Yeah, decent movie, but I like, but where it led to, I was kind of like, man, I don't know, I don't know why. I almost wanted it to be a Cloverfield movie. <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think everybody kind of suspected that, but it was like. I don't know. I, I liked it, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't like it as much as um, you did, Stephen. <laughs> but it was still pretty decent. But where were we going with this? Uh, I was going to answer a question that was asked to me. 
That's what I was going to get. The idea of excitement for the, honestly, to answer Will's William's question, I think. Oh yeah. Except for Zack Snyder's Justice League, I don't really think there is any real hype for quote the DCEU movies. I think what's happened is now we're back to the we're back to the section where we're hyped for individual movies that appeal to us. Well, if you think about DC fandom, I mean, what was I mean, as much as we would wish that Zack Snyder's Justice League was like the it was Robert Pattinson. It was was the Batman. It was the Batman. It was. I mean, everybody everybody freaked out about that trailer. Everybody was like, holy shit. Look at that. Look at that. Like what we saw. So, I mean. Well, this is what I was going to say. So for somebody that doesn't watch the CW, because I don't, and I've never been interested in it. I don't, I've never been a fan of Superman either until Man of Steel. And so when you think about that, I mean, at the end of the day, Warner Brothers, and I say Warner Brothers, they fucked themselves over by doing what they've done because <laughs> nobody's think? nobody's sitting there asking about, you know, Birds of Prey to continue and nobody's asking for Shazam 2. Who gives a fuck about Shazam 2 is what people are probably thinking, right? Well, I'm going to get to the point where Billy Batson goes, Shazam. Yeah, yeah right? And so, voice. And, I mean, he's like, and, he's like 25 years old now. And, and even look at Aquaman. Like, you know, nobody's... Everybody's asking about Zack Snyder's stuff. Nobody's yeah. going. What about James Wan? What about David F. Samber? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And so everybody's also going. Oh, but Matt Reeves. And so they've kind of split themselves off to where they can only either go the Matt Reeves Batman world and just create a, a Bat universe, or have to continue Zack Snyder's Justice League and somehow or another get the other directors to play in his sandbox. Which I don't think he gives a fuck about. You know what I mean? Like, unless yeah. you tell James Wan, "Hey, Wan, uh, I mean, you could do whatever you want to do, but I, I think the smarter decision is to <laughs> try to piggyback well, off of Zach." Every well, opportunity Zach has gotten, though, he's been like, "Oh no, we're separate to those now." He's like, "No, it's a good right. thing. It's a good thing exactly. we're separate because it doesn't hold us accountable to them." And he's Correct. actually like pushed pushed the the other canon away more than he's like brought it together. Probably. Yeah, and probably because he knows that in his in his Justice League, you know what, Arthur's gonna go get his suit from the dead king. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be in the same world as Aquaman, and that's great. And you know what, my Wonder Woman, <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't have a fucking eighties <laughs> movie. I'm sorry. And so oh, no, no, yeah, you know, but I think you know what I mean. We also have to sometimes, as fans, step back and also understand there's a difference between us, mm-hmm. the freaking hardcore ones, and the Blasphemy, general- Scott. What are you talking about? Well, I'm also talking about the people who I talk to every day in my real yeah. job who <laughs> don't have a fucking clue children? about oh, man. That, not the cho- I'm not even talking about the children. Man. I'm not even talking about don't even get me started on the children. But I'm talking about like the other adults who don't have a fucking clue what but- we're talking about. Uh, and 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 I always use um you know people who like watch these movies like i think about like my mother-in-law yeah. or my dad or oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. who i talk like, to and go they'd be interested but they aren't like you know they're no, not but- the ones that were like stick it in my face yeah, like, those people like- make up like the majority of of viewers yeah. 
but they're well, not able asking for anything. They were just watching. Well, like, look, yeah. look at my my aunt. And went down this week. Like, my they aunt didn't... Uncle, who like like called me up and was like, "Hey, they they checked up on me like during the you know Christmas when I was like." you know sick and everything and i was like and then they we talked about 1184 they didn't like it and i almost came this close to be like well there's this justice league movie <laughs> coming out that's gonna have uh maybe we'll have the wonder woman that you liked in the first wonder woman where she's like more of a warrior as opposed mm-hmm. to like this other symbol of whatever you know but i i came so close to be like because they were, they even said like, "Hey, uh, there's no reason for me to keep this HBO Max subscription," and I, I was so close. And maybe well, I feel bad because I should have been like, "Don't do it yet," or at least come back March. You know? Well, it's like it's that. funny because like, you know, I, I I talked to my brother who's who's five years older than me and my and my sister in law and then even my younger sister. And when I like try to talk to him about Zack Snyder, you know, they they don't know his name. And I can't tell them BVS or Man of Steel. I have to go, well, you you know, 300, right? And my brother's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I remember that movie. Or my sister-in-law is like, I'm like, yeah, you know, 300. With my sister, I have to go, he did the, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Like, <laughs> she loves that fucking film. But if I were to have gone, so weird. yeah, Zack Snyder, um, BVS, you know, Batman v Superman, they'd be like, what? And like... That's a like you're right, Stephen. Like they're going, I, um, I don't know what, you know, whatever. I don't. I'm not asking for any of this stuff. Right. You know what I mean? What I've been doing like with my mother-in-law and my dad because they're like the two that like it's so weird. It's like my wife's mother and my own father. It's like these are the two that like general audience like I let you on to. Like these are the two that <laughs> that I gave them Justin's novel. Yeah. My dad has already finished it. Um, and my mother-in-law is in the middle of it, and I got my mother-in-law to pre-order Sean O'Connell's book because I'm like, if you want to fucking understand what I've been what I've been kind of talking about for the last three years, read I need these two books. <laughs> read these two books because yeah. I remember when my dad got finished reading Justin's book, and I've told Justin this. My dad was like, "We're gonna have to have a conversation later on about who." who was everybody because he enjoyed Justin's book. And that was a big thing for Justin was someone like my dad who like, he like all he's heard is whatever random shit yeah. I said over the last three years. And my dad enjoyed his novel. And then, you know, with Sean's book coming out in March, it's been like, you know, being able to go. Okay. That because, okay. Disclosure. I've read Sean's book. You know, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to read his book. I read it in an afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Sean was a little surprised. I was like, dude, you don't understand. I read like 160 to 200 books a year. I mean, it's like- <laughs> meanwhile, like somebody like me, I'm like, I'll get to it. I'll yeah. get to it. Uh, I'll get to it, man. And and, and I said this on my and I said this on my Goodreads review that I went ahead and published because I was I wanted to do Sean a solid. Was the best thing about his release the Snyder Cut book is that that's the book you hand to that friend or that family member who doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> because yeah. the book is only about a it's about 206 pages only about 150 something pages is well, half of Justin's book <laughs> right but even Justin's book has I read Justin's book in like 4 days oh stop it, stop. it, it just it just it just moves but yeah, it does, even it Sean's book, it's it's breezy, it's quick, 
it, it is the book that you feel like you're a Jehovah's Witness going. Yeah. Would you like, like, I feel like I'm passing out the watchtower <laughs> because you well, really it also it felt you read it going, yeah. Yeah, no, I I remember all like it's like reliving it. Well, for for but, us, it's reliving yeah. it. For someone who hasn't been like just like steeped in it, there is actual moments of mm-hmm. really, really. That's how the movie <laughs> like that's how movies work, and like the, yeah. so there is there is a benefit to it because these general audience people that we're talking about who have no idea or they look at you. Or, or like when my wife wants to go, oh, dear God, did you really just ask Scott that question? I'm going to leave you now right. because I've heard this before. <clears throat> the best thing is that there at least is now material. But once again, it feels like you're a Mormon or a Jehovah's Witness where you have to give them like a primer of. Yeah, yeah. Let Here's me explain the why you should matter. give a shit yeah. about this. Yeah. This is what I've been talking about for the last three and a half years. <laughs> I'm just saying it's all in this book right here. Yeah. Yeah. And that feels like such, it's like the movie shouldn't have that kind of baggage, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like to explain our, as fans, almost hyperbolic enthusiasm for it. It's like we need these materials for some sort of justification to go, no, you don't understand what we've been through. (laughs) I think that's one thing that even the people who it's ironically, the people who say like, well, what's the general audience going to think of this? And it's funny because even they're approaching it from like being outside of all of these events, like, well, it's just create Like you don't realize that this is such a, a insular thing. Like, but when it starts getting marketed, the people who who don't know any of this and aren't going to look up, you know, the articles from the past few years or search social media for it or <laughs> don't know anything about the hashtag or or any of that, um, they're going to. Um, <laughs> yes, Christopher Cage, you are right. Um, <laughs> you are right. <laughs> they are going to either not think twice about it and it's just another superhero movie because they don't like even my my dad has always been like kind of into this stuff and i mean i i he read uh he's read lord of the rings multiple times and Mm -hmm. um, my introduction to like batman was like we watched the batman the animated series together he's never been like a hardcore um fan and he read a lot of this star wars expanded universe with me but it's always whenever this stuff comes up um, I'll be like, oh, well, this is such and such from, from such and such. It's like, wait, what's that? I'm like, well, we read that book. Remember? <laughs> it's just like, he doesn't, it doesn't have that mind for like memorizing characters and, and all that stuff. Um, and so I'll even show him movies sometimes. And it's like, when I showed him BVS, I was like, well, remember Man of Steel? That was a Superman movie where, and I had to go and we had watched it like less than a year earlier. And he was like, oh, is that the one where they, he turns back time? And I was like, no, 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 no that's the old one. This is- <laughs> if I can turn back um, time. <laughs> And so, and and I would say that he is like ahead of a lot of average audiences on that because he watched the animated series and you know and that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, me and my dad watched that shit like crazy. And so, and so when you talk about the prospect of like they start seeing Justice League commercials, they're not going to recognize the villain. It's got more villains in it. the The tone and like the dialogue is different. Like the I don't. To, I think to them, it's gonna, it's just going to be another movie. And when they discover, you know, Wikipedia or whatever, that's a, yeah. ironic for me to jump to that so quick. Um, <laughs> 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 whenever they, they discover, like whatever, they're going to 
um, they're gonna be like, "Whoa, what happened? This is what?" Yeah, and and like that's like in in two thousand five, that would have been like me and my like movie buddy would have been like, "Whoa, did you know that this movie had, you know, even though we saw movies all the time, it was like we'd find out stuff behind the scenes, and, and then and that and 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 it's such a even then it was even smaller bubble people online that like paid attention. Oh to man, so. And- I mean, we're talking oh, yeah, about dude. like tens of thousands of people as opposed to millions of people. Like that's how small yeah. of a bucket it is. Well, think about think back to 2002. Like if if we went to go see Spider-Man and, you know, we we didn't know that there was a director's cut. Like what I know, like what I've cared. I don't know. I went to go see the movie. Whatever. I saw it. It, it just well, didn't well, impact. Well, okay. Okay. But I think about something like, you know, I remember when 2007 rolled around, it was the 25th anniversary of Blade Runner. And they finally released when Ridley Scott finally got to release the final cut. And I bought like I bought the fucking collector's edition with all five cuts. And there's a book out there called Future Noir that is like when I hold up a behind the scenes making of movie book, Future Noir is the book that I go, fuck me. This is the book that like tells you everything you ever wanted to know about making a movie that's the book i go to and, and like but like even that was a movie from 1982 that 25 years later i don't even know what a drop in the bucket the final cut made i don't know in like did the general audience even care that there was another version of blade runner coming out but and this is a movie that literally it's been three years like we can all like we're we all like we're a generation that still remembers going to the theater to see the first one. Yeah. I mean, I think the only wish that I have is like, maybe, um, you know, if there was some, some kind of doc, you know, like a documentary of like what happened with the whole Snyder cut thing, because I mean, when you watch, like, say you watch, uh, uh, John Schnepp's, uh, Superman lives documentary. What's the first thought that you have after you watch that? Damn. I wish I could have watched that movie. Mm-hmm. We could watch this movie now. I mean, could you imagine if there was a documentary? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be, I'll be completely like real and uh, hundred. I'm, I'm dead fucking serious. Oh God, here we go. It's gonna be a weird. I know this is gonna be a weird correlation. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean it this way. It's just I, I was thinking. Oh, uh oh. I watched that Heaven's Gate, you know, four part doc on uh, HBO Max. On HBO Max and. You, you know, I had no, I, I really didn't know anything about it, but it was, it was so fascinating. And it, it literally inspired, I was like, dude, I would love to, to create something like that with the Snyder cut, but I would have to like, I, I would want to do it. And I don't mean, and that's what I, I don't mean. It like matching sneakers. Yeah. You know, yeah, I don't mean that, but like getting yeah, interviewed no, get people that were in the in the trenches and, and well, no, I mean like I mean the day, the, the day I'll ones, even, the full timers, yeah, like I'll, the, I'll the real fans. Like another, uh, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go to another HBO Max documentary, like the Bee Gees documentary. I was not a Bee Gees fan. My mom was a Bee Gees fan, and I fucking was like, "What the you hell, a Bee Gees fan? Ah, tragedy!" <laughs> I'm like, "What is that? I don't know what you're listening to, mom." But then, you know, I watched that documentary. I'm like, oh, wait, wow. These guys were like something pretty damn special when you think of like how they try to tr- transition through what was happening in music. And that's that's what a good documentary does. Well, right. And another so, documentary that's on HBO Max is The Vow about Nexium, mm-hmm. which I over at Squawkest Media, we, <laughs> follow, <laughs> we have a whole, 
We have a whole series on Patreon called The Wall of Weird Sex because we were following it because of Allison Mack. And that show, even I've been following that, and the, that documentary is telling me things that I didn't know. But the problem is, is as much as we want a, doctor, a documentary like this, Warner Brothers will never, know. ever mess up to ever. the fuckery that they went well, no, through. The other thing, too, is that like the only way to make it sure. authentic would be to have Zach talking about it in detail. Because oh my God. there's no point. There's no point in getting like Wait, you're saying like, if you just if you just tell everybody what actually happened, they're not gonna they're not gonna be like my point though is that you know with okay, you know, obviously I think some of us not not Dave, but you know, we've oh, read okay. we've read well, I say that because you haven't read it yet. You know, read Sean's book, and so hearing oh. what Zach has said, even though I know what he said in the book. I'm like, I know he's still being, you know, PC. He's still still being professional. Exactly. And I'm like, for me, you know, my, my type of documentary would sit there. I would get down to it. I'd be like, look, listen, for, for all it's worth. Right. And I know we can all be, we can hold hands after we're done, but we're going to talk professionally here. Right. Jeff Johns, how bad did he fuck this up? Because, there was some animosity from the get-go from Man of Steel. And if that was the case, by the time we got the Justice League, it must have been so fucking raging that you thought your hands were tied. Because that's what it well, was. Because well, there's no hey, way that he allowed these rewrites on the way well, he did. If you the notice the way he's gotten more and more candid. The closest you can come to this is like watching like Mankiewicz and Donner talk about the Saul kinds during you know, Superman 78 and Superman two. I think the only reason those documentaries can get away with it is that they interview both sides and Warner brothers can produce this documentary because they were involved in the fuckery. The fuckery was all about the Saul kinds versus, you know, Donner and his crew. That is the, like the documentary is what that's what I want to see is like you see Donner and the actors talking about the Salkines, and you've got um Eliana Salkine kind of being like the producer voice, and just watching those two like the he said she said of that documentary, like that's almost what you would have to have, but you wouldn't have the objectivity of Warner Brothers going, We just released the damn movie, we had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. What were you trying to say? Um, well, Zach has gotten more and more candid about, like, I don't know if everyone else has been paying attention to this, but with how flippantly he'll say, like, ah, oh, they didn't have enough jokes, or ah, oh, mm-hmm. they wanted more jokes in it, like, and and he, he's not like necessarily spilling like specific tea. Um, well, he, he, talked like, about how, he talked on Faruqi's about how he was filming two different, ver- like, yeah. yeah, I'll film yeah. their scene, but I'm gonna film my scene too. Or he'll say like the execs wanted X and I wanted Y, and so yeah. and so and that's he what I mean. Yeah, explicitly said like like Jeff John said this, and then I said, well, the jerk store called, um, <laughs> and so <laughs> and they're uh, running out of you. I would I would literally be I would be asking him like. What was going on in your thoughts when you were filming these stupid fucking lines? <laughs> when you knew oh, that they were like, oh, okay. you knew it. Jesus you get what I mean? Like, no. so no, like, we know how he feels because thanks to Meg and the Nerd Queens and Justice Con, we could have the <laughs> fucking hard fact. Fucking hard <laughs> yeah. fact. 
that he would fucking burn it to the ground well, and blow no, the fucking but, thing up. But I do believe that about, I heard that quote. No, he was talking, yeah, but he was talking about Whedon footage. I'm talking about Josh, the Jeff oh, John lines. Like, what was going on in your head, or not? What was going on? Like, how did you feel no. when he was he was forcing you to write and to film his lines? <laughs> because at the end of the day, oh. that's you know, as a director, I can only imagine how fucking pissed off you would be but as a writer as chris terrio was i can only imagine how fucking mad he was oh you, what, you, oh, you mean the line the the, the the rumored line of how about yes. you try shooting some of my pages exactly Which so that if quote that the case, always stays with me Man. i know and if that was the case how did you feel zach like how how did that oh. make you feel as a director i really want Ter <laughs> terrio is just staying so no he i want I, I talked to to his publicist and and they said that he doesn't he doesn't do press so I was like fuck crap whatever oh but he's yeah. but he's happy he's happy right now like, yeah yeah let you know but I'm just I'm just saying like those those are the questions that I would be asking and that I'd be interested in no I know I know I know I know yeah I know the questions and uh, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> some of the lines that uh, you know um, those guys are trying to feed oof man. Let's just say, like, uh, I heard something that um, I might make into a shirt just because it's so bad. I wouldn't want to, but, um, oh, man, Oof, so great. But anyways, what do you think, Meg? <laughs> I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just talking about, I think the, the the discussion was, like, how do you think Zach would, you know, feel about when mm -hmm. he was being fed, like, hey, Try this instead, because we all know that the whole, um, you know, I hear you talk to fish line is not going to actually be in Zack Snyder's Justice League and probably other lines, too. Like, you know, how do you feel about that? You know, is that a line that you thought was great or? Fuck no. Yeah. OK, okay good. Good. Because it seems a little off brand, right? Yeah, you know? Very, very off brand. Why, well, why would Bruce Wayne trying to like, hey. There's like some shit that's going to be happening. Yeah, he's I like trying to get them to help him, and then he's mocking. Yeah, him. And so he's going to mock yeah. this guy that could literally rip his fucking esophagus <laughs> out of his throat. Like he could literally like rip like his Adam's apple out of his throat if he wanted to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why would so, Bruce like, well, like I'm not, Meg, Meg? This this is all about letting Meg speak. That's Meg. what I, that's what I was trying to get. No, to. no, I I think it's I don't I don't know. I just can't wait to see the actual fucking thing. So then we can like compare it. And well, be like, you know, okay. The, the thing is that <laughs> after I watched Justice League last Sunday for the first oh, time God. in 2017, and then, and then before your Kelly, your Kelly interview started, I went back and watched the hallelujah trailer twice on YouTube. Yeah. And, and 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 this realization washed over me, and it was only refreshed by the fact that I had just watched Justice League. It was, how can you watch Justice League and then watch that Hallelujah trailer and even conceive in your mind that all we're getting is a longer version <laughs> of that movie that you saw in 2017? And then I realized... And then it's almost like those people who who like to dish Justice League and say that it's a forgettable film. It has to be so forgettable. <laughs> You've forgotten it so well that when you, you know watch what? Justice League and then you watch the Hallelujah trailer, you cannot comprehend the fact that you're getting two completely fucking different movies. Oh, you, know what? you know what's great about that though is like I remember when like 
after DC Phantom, I remember when everything was done and said and done, and I was going through and watching trailer reactions. What I loved about like the the common thing that I kept seeing for the trailer reactions for the Hallelujah trailer was people went, "This seems like a different movie. This yeah. is not the same movie." And I was like, "Yes, yes." Well, that's Start that's that the around. reason why that's the reason why whenever I watch, and that's why I realized all those quips in the first trailer. Those are all Jeff John's lines because <laughs> you're like, he's not, they're not going to be quipping like that, dude. Like, this is a serious oh fucking movie, dude. Like, okay, so here's a question that I didn't have because Ray Fisher mentioned on one of his latest IG videos that obviously he's quote heard about the, the new trailer. I guess a question I have is what are we expecting in the final trailer? Because we're, we're basically getting this four-hour movie that we're only going to get two trailers for. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I could go into the movie without the second trailer and be perfectly fine. But I also understand that probably as much as the Hallelujah trailer was for us, the fans, I am very curious how much the second trailer is going to be a little bit more general i think accessible is the word you a would story trailer yeah right? that's what like traditionally would be yeah mm -hmm. i'm just kind of curious what what are we expecting from this final trailer when it when it drops in february to get ready for this march release like what what are we expecting slash wanting to see in it especially as a, as someone like me was like I don't need to see a fucking thing. I mean, I'm going to watch the damn movie. So I think, I think we'll get more mother boxes and history lesson and Steppenwolf and dark side sort of arc. That's why I'm in there. When I did the MF and news, I was like, yeah, the first episode is called mother boxes, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, mother box. Um, I think like we'll get maybe some dark side dialogue. Um, yeah, me too. maybe. Oh um, yeah. And I think it's it's going to be because like what you would do for the arc would be like the I had a dream. It was the end of the world. You know, maybe get a flash of the nightmare. But then you also have the here's dark side. I don't know if you'd use murals or history lesson flashback or whatever. And be like, oh, oh you mean like that trailer that I literally just made today? Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Or, and and have um, whoever it is. One Who's the asshole that did that? Talking about. um <laughs> He came <laughs> thousands of years ago. He invaded Earth to, and he left something behind. The mother boxes, and then, and then you do the each member introductions, right? Similar to that first movie where they were like the Aquaman, mm -hmm. um, the, com the Comic Con, the Comic Con preview, yeah, one. the Comic Con preview. Um, and so you get a little bit of like, so you're fast, but or whatever the Snyder Cut equivalent is. Um, to kind there of there is no Snyder cut equivalent to that, dude. That is a Jeff Johns line. I'm sorry. <laughs> My point is the the this is Barry <laughs> Allen. He is fast. What how whatever they need to do to communicate that. Um, yeah, that's called exposition, bro. Thank you. So right? fast. I mean, yeah, that's no, I, what I'm saying though is is that those are that's the kind of lines and writing that you would expect from Johns, not Terrio. Terrio doesn't explain shit like, like when no, did we I, ever, I get that. You know I'm, just, I mean? I'm, I'm generalizing. Like, and I, no, I know that. I know, but yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's gonna be so weird to like. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? What the fuck are they gonna say, dude? Mm -hmm. Like, are they gonna um, talk about their powers? Or are they just gonna be like, you know? I think less, less the powers and more and more the story. So, like, they'll have the here's Dark Side, here's the mother boxes, here's what he wants, here's a line from Dark Side or mm -hmm. something about. Maybe, maybe it's from the shirt. 
you know, we're going to yeah, that Yeah, I one. think the back of the shirt's a good bet. The yeah. um, All of existence shall all be mine. All of existence shall be mine. I would not be shocked to see that. I wanted it. I would love to have had that in my tra- for my trailer, but obviously I don't. You know, I would be really interested for some sort of explanation of what in Zack Snyder's Justice League, what the unity actually is mm-hmm. instead cool. of instead of a let's recycle the the terraforming plot from Man of yeah. Steel <laughs> that it became in Justice League. Yeah, it would, it would be cool to see like a scene. Yeah, if you have um, what's his name, like you know, uh, if you have uh, Steppenwolf talking to um, Desaad. Yeah, a little bit of that, you know, or something like that. Where well, they like, can they could use all the scenes. Not they don't have to show the third act whatsoever. They could literally use the tunnel battle. They can use the the league versus the the Superman and and the history lesson. Like, dude, those three big action scenes alone, without giving us you know things that we haven't seen. Like, well, I mean, one of the things we're definitely going to see is like more Flash in the Speed Force kind of thing because that's just gorgeous to look at you know obviously they're gonna want to push that uh we're gonna see more batman doing some fucking you know punching a parademon in the face or some shit like that you know (laughs) there's gonna be something i mean you have to have those elements in the trailer just to be like yeah um do you think we're gonna i mean i almost think that is there gonna be some aspects where we're gonna be able to lean more on gall and jason just because Mm-hmm. If we talk about the success that yeah. those two franchises, solo well, franchises, have had, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, yeah, I mean, look what, uh, I mean, Snyder, <laughs> I mean, I love how Snyder was like, hey, you know, you know, New Year's Eve, here's two images of Diana uh, looking concerned and kicking ass. Uh, you know that Wonder Woman eighty four, you know, movie that he watched. Well, it's not going to be exactly like that, but here it is. <laughs> And uh, I love the fact that he, you know, he did that because it's like, hey, yeah, in the movie, she's not going to be mm, what you just saw right here. Hopefully, that's a good thing. matter. It's just the fact that there's more Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's all my wife needs. All, yeah. all, all Heather needs Wonder is Woman. more Wonder Woman. But that would yeah. be perfect if she does, like, if she, and we know that we saw her doing ADR over the history lesson. So we imagine she, like, introduces Darkseid, maybe, mm-hmm. or something. Or he, the legend says, this is what Darkseid is. Um, well, she, we know that he he doesn't have Yuke's name in the film, so true. Or but she know, says yeah. there, well, because in the in the mural it calls him the Darkness or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, in in Greek, um, and so I think you get that, and so that way you have kind of the Darkseid history lesson, mother boxes established, and then you transition into Bruce doing his like, here's Superman dying, here's me assembling the team. And then you end it with like the we've got to bring Superman back, um, right? Because we're not going to because we're not going to do the stupid marketing thing. It's time to pretend like is he coming back? No, he's fucking coming back. He's <laughs> Superman. Well, the, the other thing too is you got to remember. So like it's something that kind of struck out to me when I was you know making this trailer is that when he's when he's saying that line like you know there's an attack coming you know you me the others he's saying that. In a time when he's not really Beautiful like, poster. He Beautiful poster. yeah, he doesn't need to know. He doesn't need to know like the. Um, he doesn't need to know their powers. He just needs to know that they need to get together. Like you know what I mean. So, yeah. I, I almost feel like when when we were hearing like, oh well, he's bio megatronic. He's a cyborg. 
that's so like painfully obvious. It's yeah, like, like obviously he's hey, a fucking cyborg. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you you have the video clips. You know what I mean? Like y'all have the clips. Yeah. Why are y'all talking about that again? You know what yeah. I mean? Like Bruce Bruce sent them to you. What the fuck? And so <laughs> it's you like. Know what? Not exactly the same the same vein, but you know the dialogue I picked up on recently that I'm shocked like was written or made it in is in the opening Superman clip of on the cell phone video. Which like, why the fact are we that, even talking about this? The fact that that's wow. as, a, as a cell phone video is like it was recorded by Billy Batson. But it's oh. hilarious. But it's hilarious that like that's not written at all. Like the way because what he says in there, he's like my. F- a man I once knew. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, who, who gives a shit if you say my father? It's like if you had if you had fin- if my father used to say the hope is like your car keys, they would have been like, oh, your dad is Jonathan Kent. <laughs> I don't get Holy it. Holy crap! You're Clark Kent. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> he's like my f- a man I once knew. Yeah. Why oh, nobody? Did, you could say my father. Like we. And not even that. Like keys like it's like, yeah. like keys that's what hope is like it's like oh, i hope i really find my keys i don't know and by the are. way the whole winding river thing it's like i'm sorry of all the interpretations of superman that i've read at no point has the s shield ever represented the, the, actually the closest i've come is that that actually represents a snake trapped in a diamond like that's actually um <laughs> here's what's no what's that's actually about that. there's a really like- great book called the last days of krypton by kevin j anderson i, I know i recommend books it's fucking what i do Read the book. it's a really great book um I was just talking to someone earlier about how like Whedon had all his own problems. So this is not to absolve him of anything, but I think one of the biggest problems with his version of the movie is the it's it's run it feels run by studio notes. Oh. Um, like if you if you look at like yeah sure there's a lot of stuff that he did that was a problem, but that kind of at that point in the movie it's like how did why did they think they could get away with that? And it's like the reason they thought they could get away with what they did is because. They, they didn't think about it. What happened was executives would be like, this would be important. And then they do that. And I, and I feel like that winding river quote is to, to solve the issue. That's not a real issue of people being like, why is the symbol different than the, that's not, that looks different than the Superman symbol. They're like, okay, we need to explain because audiences <laughs> never part of why they don't, like, I'm sure there's an executive that, that was like part of the reason I think audiences don't resonate with him is because the symbol isn't the symbol they're familiar with. So we need to explain why it looks different than the Reeves one. Yeah. And, and so then they put that in there because they just implemented every single studio note they got. Cause that sounds to me very much like the, well, how can he fly if he doesn't have his cape? Like that's <laughs> to me like the same, that, that note would come from the same place, which well, by the way, was a note I, that mentioned for Superman uh, lives or whatever that the studio exec gave. Uh, well, in, in the trailer, like, cause I had the dialogue so isolated and this is so stupid. Like, I don't know why they would eat. What's the fucking point at this point? Right. But, so you know, whenever you hear, you hear what you think is Ben Affleck saying Superman was a beacon, you know, he, he, he didn't just save people. He made them see their best parts. Well, w- part of that dialogue is not even Ben Affleck. It's somebody else. I know a hundred somebody else. And I, and I would play it for you guys, but it's like, it's almost pointless, but I'm telling you, it is somebody else that they're saying Superman. And he didn't just save people like that, that part 
that's ad lib by somebody else, and they're using they split up dialogue from whatever Bruce. Do you think they got a voice actor to do ADR for Affleck, or do you think that they repurposed audio? Because that's no, no, no. It doesn't sound like him at all. It doesn't sound like him. It's it literally is it. It's so weird because Affleck's voice is is you know not deep. But the voice actor they got doesn't even sound like Ben Affleck. That's interesting because there are there are examples of. I was like, I know actors ADR'd out of their own movies. You guys heard me on that trailer thing. Yeah, Yeah. well, no, there's two things. If you listen to it, whenever when Bruce is talking to Diane about the mother boxes, he goes, he literally, I don't know, I'm so like baffled. I don't. It pisses me off every time I hear it. But he goes, there, and it like cuts off mother boxes. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all like literally just cut up what he said and just space it out. And then mother boxes, like you could <laughs> tell the, the dialogue was so fucked up and manipulated in that time. It's whenever they're, they're at the lake and the cameras are up. So you, you can, you can't see what they're saying. There's a handful of scenes in this movie that exist solely for the sake of like connecting plot beats and cutting out like an hour of, Movie runtime, yeah. Watch the movie, yeah. scene on the rooftop is 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 probably I think the first one that jumped out at me in the theater. I was like, okay, they just they just established the siren and that mother box exploding parademon on the wall. I was like, that's clearly there just to circumvent. Can you imagine pitching that? Like, hey, listen, <laughs> listen, I got this idea. <laughs> How do we? How do we explain? I, I, can't tell, I can't tell if it's like someone had an idea, or I feel like I was on set, or or maybe not even set. They were because the, the the sheer the, the total the only purpose to that is, guys, <laughs> we need to stick something in here that explains how we get from A to B without doing all of this stuff. Totally. But how do you explain and mother boxes? Oh. Let's do right. it in a triangle. These well, he's, a, he's, a, he's gonna blow up. Up. so yeah. he's genetically right. It's yeah. in his blood, right? He was kind of made with the mother box technology. Yeah. So let's, yeah, or so, I don't. No, it's so he explodes, and the only thing remaining, three mother boxes, images of the mother boxes. Whenever, and he's the only paradigm that does that. By the hey, way, hey, dude, I know. Hey, this is the perfect time for you to have a drop of that's gold, Gary. Gold. <laughs> Uh, Meg, I'm sorry, yeah. Well, what did you say, Jerry? It's gold, yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about, yeah, like, dude. That's so embarrassing. Like, dude, think about the executive that thought of that, you know what I mean? Because he, I, I just don't, I can't even Whedon's honestly, dumbass probably honestly, didn't think that. I think that was either Whedon or John's, that's just gotta be John's. in need, John, in John's need of a shortcut and yeah. of a plot shortcut. Like that, that is a know that. With writing, like because that's what that scene says to me is not let's make work with do with yeah, we because have. we need to fix this with writing. Well, imagine imagine seeing that on like some comic book panels. Maybe it would work out, but it didn't work out on the big screen. But you see like comic book panels where it's like, oh, this is a different way to show like these mother boxes. This parademon blew up, and all of a sudden it was just it showed these symbols, and you could probably have some pretty like detailed drawings of like these comic book panels of like Batman going hmm or something I don't know maybe maybe it was the way you're looking Steven like we're like hmm you know just yeah, exactly. or like in a comic book you would you would have more flexibility over the plot so they'd do something yeah. like he'd take a blood sample and then like there'd be mother boxes imprinted on his DNA or something yeah, yeah. that would it, be 
yeah, like, it, if you had to go that route, it's um, something that yeah, it's like a little in a way that like okay, we have one day we got to shoot a scene that's gonna connect <laughs> Batman looking for Aquaman to um and for the journal whatever mm-hmm. yeah we're eliminate the journal i mean really that eliminates all the lex luther stuff i mean it's it's yeah, yeah. and then no, the siren and we established the siren so that we can bring that back in the third act to explain away where batman's third act everything is <laughs> yeah no it's all weird and everything like that but i but i think this is a good place to uh, wrap it up because we're at four and a half hours at least with the stream right here and um yeah it, it is getting late i know some people are like oh it's late it's like yeah yeah well that's what we do here the podcast <laughs> stream we're trying to talk about stuff for you guys to like you know take in and whatever anyways um but um yes uh tonight was fun of course as always and i want to thank uh kelly who for uh joining in and um you know talking about stuff that she was working on and and uh going back you know talking about surf ninjas <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. I mean, I, I mean, so glad you brought that up. Oh, dude, I was like, I was like, where do I fit this in? I wrote it down. I mean, like I said, I have, I, I had a, a list of everything. Of course, it's not in the right order, but I'm like, I got to fit Surf Ninjas <laughs> in there somewhere. And uh, thankfully I did. And then I love the fact that um, I think it was Bradley that brought up the fact that she was in uh, the doors. And I saw, you know, and I, and I mentioned that too. Uh, like, I saw that too. And I'm like, how do I talk about the doors? But I, I thankfully he did too, but it was a great interview and uh, hopefully I can get her back here to talk about, you know, any new projects she has and everything. But of course you guys are always a delight, you know, maybe not Garza so much, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Garza. I on. need more Meg in my life. That's all. Oh, of I course. Want. That's why I was like, you know, we'll be talking I, uh, later. Well, technically today. Yeah. I know. Right. That's where I get more Meg in my life with the space. <laughs> okay the fear is the mind killer too by the way you know don't you know no but um yeah looking forward to you guys talking about that i mean even i mean geez i'm 40 pages in maybe i should join you guys now i don't know i might do a live i might do a live watch tomorrow i don't know i'm thinking about it because i haven't done a live watch since uh die hard we'll see what happens but anyway (coughs) yeah i'll do it after you guys stream if i do it um What'd you say, Meg? Sorry. Twilight. Oh, okay. That's going to happen. Okay. I, I'm going to say it here now. Meg and I have been joking about it. We're, we're actually going to do a live watch of Twilight. And if you guys want to see me rip the shit out of that movie, I will. I will. And um, it might be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're, we're, we're planning on that. We've talked about it. Anyways, nice let's go time. around the horn and uh, promote everybody. But like I said, thank you to Kelly Who for uh, joining. And then uh, make sure you uh, follow her and do all that stuff that, um, you know, she has that 33 edge or edge 33 um, line that she has. Check it all out. But uh, we'll go around the horn. Of course, Scott, we're going to save you for last. And uh, <laughs> let's go with Garza first. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking tired, man. <laughs> exactly okay <laughs> everybody got that no no promoting or <laughs> um, i'm fucking tired man you know who he is okay uh john Eric garza it's all right there real emotion all that stuff take a drink all right steven steven go ahead yeah um i'm I'm Stephen Colbert. You can find me at SM Colbert on Twitter. 
Um, you can find me at uh, Screen Rant as well as uh, SnyderMinute.com where I've got uh, BVS by the Minute and Justice League by the Minute with Andrew Dice. Um, we have, uh, we're, we're in the middle of the capital episodes of, of BVS. So in case anyone was Ready? wondering about how timely this movie is, yeah, I know seriously, <laughs> um, we're, uh, we're going to continue. We're in the middle of them now. We were as of a few weeks ago also. And so we're going to continue on with those and, um, probably inject a little relevant conversation into them where appropriate. Actually, you know what? Let me interrupt you real quick. I will Uh-oh. say this. I thought you were tired. You had I your time. Tired. I know. Wrong! <laughs> yeah, I uh, I fucking love it. I'm not even looking at the screen. My eyes are closed. <laughs> but, but listen, I did I did do something based off of what BVS by the minute was going through. Oh yeah. Their comments. So I will be releasing something that relates to that that I think is a pretty cool little uh gift for BVS. So cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh I I blah 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 fake fucking fucked. <laughs> So, I got a sneak peek, uh, and it's uh, it's really cool. I think everyone's gonna like it a lot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, Meg. You can find me as Wonder Meg literally everywhere. Um, Scott and I are going to be talking about the first twenty-ish pages, depending. I mean, I've read further than that of Dune uh, Saturday, which is today at nine p.m. EST. Um, you can find me every other Sunday on World's Finest with my co-host Anthony. Um, that's about it. Meg, wow. your your mic is phenomenal. By the Seriously, way. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fuck that's like uh Joe Rogan mic level. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking good, dude. I like, was worried that like uh, you wouldn't be able to um tell a difference. No. no. It's oh no, it's there. Yeah, it's better than all of our mics. <laughs> yeah. All right, Scott, bring us home. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, DC Film Squadcast, wherever your podcast can be found. We are also on Facebook, Vero, YouTube. And you can find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. Love you, Mama Film Junkie. <laughs> yes. I love that. Good. But it can be better. Just kidding. No. <laughs> You're the best, Mama Film Junkie. Is, Dave's yeah. about to get a phone call. I know. <laughs> no, get a text. Hey. You put that gif in, yeah, you put that drop in front of, uh, no, but uh, anyways, guys, uh, yeah, we appreciate you clicking in and uh, listening to us uh, talk for uh, all this amount of time as per usual. You guys know what to do. Uh, hit that, um, uh, hit that like thumbs up button. And of course, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you want to become uh, part of the uh, membership program, hit that join button. There's Patreon if you want to help out the pirate ship. And of course, merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. All down below, but uh, cheers, guys, and uh, thank you for watching. And uh, yes, as per usual, I know people hate this guy, but it's still good. And also, I'm excited to watch the Snyder Cut because Sweden sucks. Everybody got that? And you know, I must say, you know, tonight, Scott, you were the bigger potty mouth, so this is for you. More than Garza tonight, I think. I think you got more f bombs than Garza, and that's, watching Justice League will do it to you. That's what'll happen, right there, guys. You know, you know. I'm talking hard fact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk later. <laughs>